According to data, the number one New Year's resolution for Americans in 2024 is to get in shape and lose weight. But despite more than 30% of the country vowing to make healthy eating a priority, some skeptics have said that it is much more likely that Americans will just continue to stay fat. When asked about how America's vow to eat better foods might affect the bottom line of the fast food industry, Burger King CEO Josh Kobza is quoted as saying, oh yeah, we're really, really shaking in our boots that Americans are going to stop being fat. Just petrified over here at Burger King that America is going to be 330 million skinny f***ing legends by February. Someone should call Hostess and let them know it's time to shut down the Twinkie factory too before making a masturbation motion with his hand and yelling, Hey Chris, this guy thinks Americans aren't going to be fat anymore. At this point, the CEO of McDonald's, Chris Kempzinski, chimed in. Oh sorry, I couldn't hear you because I was just looking at a stat that says the average woman in America weighs a buck eighty right now. But since every Walmart in America is minutes away from looking like a gymnastic studio, I guess this is the end of the golden arch, eh fellas? Before high-fiving the CEO of Arby's and continuing, hey Tony, you gotta get a load of this guy, he thinks Americans aren't gonna be fat anymore. Referring to Tony Anderson, CEO of Tony's American Lard Buckets, a weekly subscription service for buckets of lard. After laughing for a good three minutes, the Lard Bucket CEO began throwing money at the reporter while saying, I guess I should probably stop doing this since I'm out of business next month, huh? Before pretending to make a fake phone call and yelling to his phone, hey government, just want to preemptively file for chapter 11 bankruptcy on my lard bucket company since it's all celery for Americans from here on out. At which point he snapped his phone in two, also made a masturbation motion with his hand, then proceeded to chest bump the two other junk food CEOs. The boys, the boys, cast. the lads, the boys, cast. the dudes, to start. Why don't you tell the people what you've been going through? Oh, God, it's We got hell. an attic on our hands. Attic. <laughs> and for real, Anne Frank over here hanging out in the attic. Danny started taking nasal spray for his nose. Because I, I sniffle a lot. Obviously, everybody knows that, that I sniffle a lot. I think it's from allergies. And then because everybody's complaining, so then I was like, you know what? Before the episodes, I'm going to take like a nasal spray so that I don't sniffle. But then I didn't realize that the nasal spray says don't take this more than three days in a row. And then I was, I took it for like a couple of weeks because it was working well, but then you get this thing called rebound you're congestion. You're fucking hooked on this stuff. You, it's not you're hooked on it, It's it feels like there's Sounds cement. Sounds like you're hooked. No, it feels like there's cement packed in my sinuses, so you just cannot... Might have been cum. Maybe, it might have been hardened cum. And then you can't do anything, so then when you're sleeping, I'm like, I, I'm on nose, I can't breathe through my mouth because your mouth gets all dry and you're like, it's hell. So then I'm like having to wean myself off of this shit. I got the saline solutions. Mm -hmm. I got these <laughs> decongestion pills. It's hell. Guy just punching you in the nose. Yeah. I mean, I felt like it. That's Danny's New Year's resolution to get that nose shit sorted out. My fucking Unsortable. My New Year's resolution is to keep crushing it 24-7. <laughs> never stop. Always grinding. Never stop grinding. That is my vow. Twenty four seven. There was a few. I was. I was. Uh, I was sleeping for three or four hours. My yeah. vow is to sleep too. <laughs> <laughs> And to stop jerk, having Foo jerk. Fighters stuck in my head because the Uber driver had the Foo Fighters playing and I had fucking My Hero stuck in my head. Yeah. Caught myself humming uh, it a couple times now and I wanted to stop that I'm worst so, band. I'm, I've still been humming um, 
They are from the river to the sea. <laughs> You've had Gelman. That means that you want to kill me. <laughs> You've had Gelman in your head. I've had Gelman since the war broke out. <laughs> Literally just walking around my apartment, just from the river to the sea. That's what I will say. So speaking of, because New Year's, some people might know this, but in New York, they've decided they're going to do a New Year's uh, Palestine pros protest yep when they do they're gonna do a new year's palestine protest when they do the ball drop mm. which is very considerate of them because obviously people were busy they did a christmas one and some people weren't able to make that you might have had a work party yep so this is one last chance to get a protest in for the year 2023 <laughs> and it's gonna be a biggie that's what they're saying. You know, people people had their work parties, so they couldn't. And you know what? Everyone knows January, February in New York's not a good protesting season. No. So you have one last, you know, hurrah yeah. to get it out of your system. Although the weather is quite mild right now. This is actually prime protesting weather, Ryan. Exactly. So yep. I thought that was very considerate of the protesters to say that, listen, we know people had stuff to do in December, the holiday seasons. You know what? We're, it's kind of like when they extend the sale for one more yeah, week. You know although I, mean? I think this one's going to be not as well received because you know when they do like the Christmas tree lighting protesters, like when they okay. they protested the Christmas tree lighting in New York City. Uh, this was like recently, yeah. a few weeks ago, the pro Palestine stuff. Oh yeah, but that they, was, they that, said no presents until this Palestine situation gets sold out. You go, so we just don't have presents forever. It's like you're not even Christian, but. Uh, <laughs> Those those Easy people, for you to say. the people who are you know there who are kind of getting like inconvenienced, those are new, native New Yorkers. The ball drop, that's like a trip for people from like the Midwest. Good point. If you think some dudes come and fucking round up the whole family, drives from you know Great Chicago point. or whatever, Milwaukee to New York City to watch the shit, and you're gonna fuck with him for your pro Palestine shit that's a very good point this is not your message the cuffs will be had <laughs> yeah. ready to throw down pro palestine <laughs> i've been actually loving the 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 headline that was we have a statement from president gay <laughs> I, was, I was thinking it'd be so funny as some of the newscasters when they're saying like and then obviously president gay has weighed in on it and we, someone someone needs to do a whole thing where they just call her president gay it's weird that that's a common black name black and we name. are waiting for yeah it is a common guy there's lots of name. rudy gay basketball player there was a you see a lot of football guys football too. players gay and so we have Claudine Gay, and she's weighed in. A lot of people want Gay to step down, but Gay has decided not decided whether she is in fact going to step down. That'll be the Boys News Network right there, BNN. Yeah, Gay. <laughs> Your boy Kanye West has made an apology. What are we thinking on that? Does Danny accept the apology? Always forgiven, Kanye. You're back on. Yeah, I don't care. I kind of was over it. Okay, I'm going to tell you quickly my resolution. This came into my feed. I remember. I, I don't talk. think anybody stopped listening to Kanye West. Like it's still just on plays everywhere. Well, you know what they've been listening to instead? What? Okay, so do you remember how I was telling From you? From the river to the sea. <laughs> the Latinos for Trump guy? Yeah, yeah. This is the best song I've ever heard in my life. I only have a bit because it came in my Instagram. And I didn't track <laughs> down the whole thing. I just screen recorded this. This is is it the one with the chick in it. It's the one with the chick. The, the, like <laughs> yeah, the you heard mom. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Like, <laughs> there's so many things where get ready for the, the banger. The, there's banger alert. There's certain things where I'll see on Twitter, not even exaggerating, 500 times, and all 500 times are like not clicking on that, buddy. <laughs> they keep trying to rope. You're me missing in. out for clicking on it because this is the best. Ready. Trans men don't understand what it takes to be a woman. Doesn't even rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. The courses on this is the best thing I've ever Let your man make the money, baby. 
you just do the cooking. Joe Biden's a Grinch. Come on, he's a witch. Conservative and naughty, written on my Christmas list. Please, for more years, please, for more years. Wait for it. Please, for more years. Bring it up a lot. This is the best part. The thing is, you know how many people unironically were bumping? You stay at home, man. Then you just do the cooking. <laughs> you know how many people were just unironically bumping this? I don't Christmas? think how many people are bumping this. Like, you know, the, the dads who like the MAGA dads and their liberal kids come home from school and goes, let's just put on some tunes, honey. Please, for my years. Please, for my years. <laughs> it's funny. If you someone, yeah, yeah. They've been at college and they come home and their dad's just in the, I don't think any conservative dads are bumping please for my years. They like it. Please for my years, please for my years, please for my years. <laughs> He's begging for it on his knees. Oh. <laughs> That's all he wants for Christmas. Is just <laughs> please for my years. <laughs> That's that's a good good tune. My right New there. Year's resolution is to watch more news and get really pissed off. Yeah, just uh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna watch more stuff and just be. I wanna. I wanna be. I wanna. Every time we do the podcast, I wanna walk in here. Fucking, can you believe this shit? Yeah. And then you go, was the libs again? You go, both of them. <laughs> you go, the libs are doing this. I want to be. I want to be walking. You're pissed off at Joe Biden and Trump. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah I want to yeah. be every day. I want to wake up and be like this fucking guy. Some people do live like that. It's no way to live, Ryan. Uh, uh, well, I'll do. You, you get ready to get pissed you know what off. My, re- my uh, New Year's resolution is okay. Yeah, I do. Same one as his last year. Kill Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a, uh, your highlight for you, I think, that he went to jail. Was it? Yeah. Because it was 2022 is where you lost all your money, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so t- 2023, that's things picking up. Things are looking great for you. I suppose. Yeah. Someday he supposes. Still getting my money. Well, honestly, I'm sorry that you're... I know you're in high spirits because he's in jail, but I don't want to have to bring this up, but Donald Trump's history with Adolf Hitler and Nazi writings. Uh Oh. It's an article that came out yesterday, by the way. all right. Good timing. I'm not even really going in the article, but it's just funny, like... Basically... The smears are starting. Well, I just a funny smear, though, because they... This is the peak just trying to get pissed off, right? Yeah. But they went through his speech, and they, they're, they like, lining it up. Oh, yeah, I saw It was just funny being, like, a reporter that you're just, like, digging through mind Kampf to be, like, if anything <laughs> sort of sounds like so what he might have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, it's not even that much the same. Yeah, there's, like, some... Uh, I think he's, you know, he used some term called someone vermin or something. And, yeah, and I guess that's what it is, but they basically... It's almost like they're, they're like, a human AI that kind of goes through mind Kampf and goes through every word he said, and they try to pinpoint if there's any you know yeah yeah just any sort of similarities and you go well it's also a translated language see that's one thing i'm not uh, to be honest i'm not really looking that forward to like 2024 trump versus biden again if i'm being honest maybe we get some sort of wild card i know a lot of people are like oh it's gonna be funny and all that stuff i kind of feel like i'm done with it yeah dude you're just again to be like watch everyone you know just lose their minds again where it's like they have to just change all their opinions because trump goes on and it'll be like you know i think that china's giving us a bad deal and then like all of our friends have to be like fucking i'm chinese yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh i didn't think we were getting racist to china yeah well, how about this i'm chinese now 
I'm converting. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm getting surgery to make my eyes more Chinese. <laughs> Certain policy things, I'm like, whatever, fine with. It's the the dooms, the doomers who are like, oh, uh, you know, this is the end of democracy. If Trump wins, this is the end of America. And you're like, but you said that last time. It's a, it's a tough sell on the second time. Second time you know around, I mean? and you go, you got a new need a new playbook, which yeah, you're not going to have. It's the reverse of the third time with the the girlfriend that you hate. This one's going to be the charm. Yeah, of course. You're like, no, this is. But they're not. We're not going to be getting a new playbook. I'm going to get my citizenship this year, I think, too. Another nice. thing. So I'm going to be fucking proper America. And I started yeah. watching the thing. But I'll tell you what. You don't have a green card. You have a visa. So yeah. you probably don't know what it's like at the airports because I do a lot of cross border now. Yeah. When I remember just the amount that you had to be like, um, sir, and I'm just hoping to visit your kind country yeah, yeah, yeah. with a green card. I'm like giving the guy the finger. You don't you visa. Like, no visa is the same actually. They're, oh, well, they're insanely. I actually can't believe it. Sometimes the amount that are. I'm uh, the the cockiness that I have now that I'm a permanent resident. Mm -hmm. You literally. I walked in twice. The guy's just like, "Where are you staying?" It's like none of your at your fucking mom's house. What, are you gonna, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> none of your fucking business where I'm staying. Wherever I fucking want to. Yeah. How's that sound? <laughs> Legitimately, the guy I, before I'd be like, oh, I have it written down on this paper. The guy goes, "So where are you staying when you're in America?" I go, "Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know yet." Yeah. And the guy goes, "Oh, you don't know where you're staying?" I go, "No, is that a problem? What are you gonna do about it?" Yeah. Staying with your fucking girlfriend, fucking pal. Do something, pal. <laughs> do something. You, you get real cocky with do your something. green card. Oh, kablam! You can't. You can do whatever you want. So I saw. I was listening. Um, to uh, this like Harmozy clip because yeah. I, I actually you know I, I've talked about it but I like the Harmozy clip uh, he's yeah, talking yeah, about like how he goes, I'm, he goes I'm skipping Christmas he basically like Schultz was saying this remember when he was on our podcast and he was saying that Harmozy had the clip where he was basically like yeah I could date a hotter girl like blah blah mm -hmm. he was like yeah but whatever like, yeah, yeah, should, yeah. could I get a hotter wife of course I could but <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. level of savage and that's what I like about him is that he's just like so unapologetic but he goes um he did like a thing on how he goes, I'm never, I'm not going back to uh, Christmas is because like basically the gist was like, those people are losers and they're not on my level. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you know, you have family members and they want to talk about shit there. And you're just like looking at, at them and you go, and people are like, well, you have to do it. He goes, do you though? Yeah. He yeah, goes, yeah, he's basically like cut your family off. They're losers. Grind. Yeah. He's like, your family doesn't know how to grind, cut them out of the loop. Like, <laughs> That's that's uh. And he goes, if they pathological, if, if these if these people want you to come have a beer at the bar, he goes, you tell them that you know I'm you leave those people in the dust. Yeah, that's well, the he gist goes of to it, bed right? at six thirty p.m. So is that what he says? That's his whole deal. He like, I hate the going to bed early. He, he he like legitimately maybe not six thirty, but he's like I won't do a dinner like any dinner with anybody that's that's uh like later than like he has a lot five, of rules later than like five or five thirty or something is the latest he'll go for dinner. Yeah, and I guess it's working for him. But the thing that I made me. Think think because he was talking a lot about you know you go with your you go back with your friends from home and you just like waste time and they're all losers and i was just like yeah but i don't have that with my friends i feel the complete opposite yeah they're your friends. and it was sort of reminding me of like what you know just uh on the topic of like a new year or whatever it was kind of reminding me of like what i would think the purpose of like our podcast is or like a good podcast or like a mission statement so to speak yeah and i was kind of thinking so it's like you know like when i went back for uh toronto like me jerick and waldo went to dinner and stuff like that right uh -huh. and it was like you kind of you kind of make fun of shit but you're kind of like figuring stuff out right yeah so it's almost like you're figuring stuff out you leave with almost like a few good tips I guess most of my friends are sort of like successful to some degree or whatever. Sure. But you sort of almost leave with like, 
you know, I'll be like, oh, yeah, when you work out, what about this? So oh, I take this every morning. Or like, you kind of leave with a few tips. Yeah. You sort of talk about the shit that's been like bothering, but you sort of like work it out in a way that like you're almost not mad about it anymore. Yeah, you just get to hang out with the boys. Yeah, but. Well, mostly probably you introduce him. You go, this is my daughter. And he goes, well, what does she do? Yeah, what does she <laughs> <laughs> What she do? But my point was, he was sort of saying, I think it's like some people, uh, maybe they have like friends and family that they leave and sort of, it was like toxic on them. Yeah. But it's like, I don't really have that. I feel like I leave sort of like pumped up sometimes. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, I don't hang out with my toxic friends. I don't really have any. Or, or I don't have them anymore. Maybe in like a... I might have them once upon a time maybe and then you get rid of them. Yeah, or like that, in a broader sense. But I, So that's what I was kind of thinking. It's like that's what you want in like a good comedy podcast is like you sort of... Uh, you work out sort of the stuff like um, that was bugging you in a way that like you make sense of it in your mind that it's not really bugging you anymore. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, you kind of walk away with a couple good tips. You're like, oh, that's a cool way of looking for it. Like, you know, one of your buddies will have like a good point on something and you'll be like, oh, that is true. Like that. Yeah. And so, so stuff sort of like helps you interface with the world better and you leave like pumped afterwards. Yeah. So it's, I was like, it's just fun yeah, I think the friend. answer is like Homozi needs some better boys. Yeah. Well, he has them and he goes, he just doesn't. Yeah, because he's he's hanging out with his boys and leaving, and they're all they're all just like you know. I guess the, just the entire time is just like uh, oh, another shots. All we can do is you know shots, shots, shots. Like yeah, yeah, sports and shots, sports and shots. Yeah, yeah. He probably doesn't have a lot of time for small talk. Like he doesn't have a lot of patience for just shooting the shit. He doesn't have any patience for shooting the shit. No. Yeah. I mean, he barely does podcasts. That's like his thing too. I think he does lots of podcasts. He says he. Oh, I, he I says he doesn't do them, but he seems to be out there. On well, the I guess it's because he's holding him on here, man. He's would, the best. I, oh, well, I'd love to, but that's his deal, though. He's, he's like, I don't go, I won't travel for a podcast because it's just like the idea of traveling. He's like, there's no way it's worth it. Well, if you are running like a huge business, you probably can't just be like on the road every day doing. Yeah, press. of course, of course. So and do that once a year and do 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 like once a year and do all of them. Yeah, we'll get him one day. So in Japan, we always bring these up, but. The Japanese city apologizes after advising pregnant women to cook, clean, and give husbands massages. And I always love. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Hello, uh, we have the base department on the phone. <laughs> we are getting a call from the base department. Just checking in. Tokyo office. <laughs> Tokyo office, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Dude, how how sick is that though? Probably work too. Probably Japanese women are like, oh, so okay, so so. Oh, do it again. What do they do? Oh, uh, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Continue. Then what do they oh, say after so, that? Oh, this is very much massage, clean and cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, my husband's so sniffly. <laughs> oh, it needs massage so bad. <laughs> It's basically Miss Swan. <laughs> Bad body. Bad body. But the reason for it originally was because their birth rates are declining. Mm -hmm. And obviously, the more you know feminism takes hold and all that stuff, the more you get hit. And Japan has like a real problem with the birth rates, right? Oh, yeah. Because Japan... Huge elderly population. Yeah, and they're taking no... Yeah, they, they, and they just have... The problem that kind of uh, how it's social security right now is almost like a problem where it's like you got too much people taking, not enough people giving. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. They have that times a million, right? I used to do kind of a joke where it, it, people always, you know, shit on like places that were like kind of historically white countries being like you're against uh, immigration or whatever. You go, Japan, the guy will be like 80 and they're like, hey, uh, it's almost time for retirement. He was like, great. And they're like, oh, uh, I guess we'll have to bring in some immigrants. He goes, no, I did. I dig, I dig. Oh no 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 no! I dig yeah, I dig. Yeah, no no no. <laughs> um, so 
obviously this sort of took hold and people were they're basically giving people like Andrew Tate is designated reading for women, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top down from, from the, government. the government too, yeah. There's a difference in the way men and women feel and think one flyer reads. One of the reasons is the structural differences in the brains of men and women. I can't argue with that. <laughs> Waiting for waiting to hear a lie. It is known that men act based on theories while women act based on emotions. Can you Still imagine <clears throat> being able to and girls love shit that the government tells them too. Mm. That's you have to remember that, right? Especially in Japan. I don't know. Especially here. Yeah. Especially here. There's right nothing women love more chicks than be loving the government. <laughs> chicks be loving the government. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Chicks, chicks love two things: shopping and listening to the government. <laughs> They're always petitioning to get more government, right? That's they true. do love the government. Yeah. So if the government's like, "Listen, lady, you're being emotional," she'd be like, "Well, if the government said it." Yeah. Plus, the the emotional charges the is a can't lose scenario because then they either accept it, it or, is they, a, or then they act emotional, and you go, "See." You're being emotional. It, it really yeah. is a top-down, can't-lose yeah, situation. Can't yeah. So, yeah, so the government's been saying to these things, and they go, they basically said the uh, when you come home, the husband, you wanted to give him more massages? Yeah. You go, he's busy, he's stressed out, he had a hard work day, and you want to give them a welcome home, always have a smile on your face. It's good, yeah. Uh, what's the problem? People on the internet didn't like it. In what country? I think probably mostly here, <laughs> <Yeah>. to be honest. <laughs> hey, I think you're right about that. Yeah. He added that the government had stopped distributing the flyers because they, but the government actually pulled back and did an apology uh -huh. on it because they got too much heat. Oh, so they got contained expressions that promote attitudes and practices that may stereotype uh, gender roles. So the head of the base department did walk it back. Yeah. I mean, I get that they don't like gender roles there. Everybody has the same goddamn haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing so i always like to contrast what's going on in japan with what's going on over here yeah and celebrities assistants will not stop snitching kevin hart's former assistant makes a bombshell claim about the actor in tasha k interview and kevin hart's assistants doing the fucking podcast tour now yeah talking about how he's smashing speaking of uh gender roles you ever heard of a male assistant guys hmm I'll tell you what. What is going on? Why is it so hard to get a male assistant? Well, it is. A lot of uh, hip-hop places posted this, right? Mm -hmm. And hip-hop places are way less about, you know, the bullshit. Yeah. And I actually saw a video recently where it was like a... It kind of was a big viral one, but it was a... Like a trans, like a, a famous trans activist, like yeah. a big, I don't know, famous is the right word, but big internet person. Okay. And they were at the airport. Yeah, the Delta thing. And, and they were the arguing with the like guy in the black. Some dude in the Bronx, and he's just like not having the bullshit. And he goes, you're being condescending, like fuck off. And she, go, uh, she goes, uh, you just misgender me again. He goes, yeah, I don't know. I didn't do it intentionally. If you want to be like that, you'll be banned. I can yeah, ban goes, you yeah, from yeah, the yeah, airport three days or whatever. Christmas, he goes, I can get you kicked out of here. And I got to be honest, I was a little torn because... Obviously, I'm very much against trying to um, 
to, you don't want to humanize airport employees. This is where I was coming yeah. from. Yeah, I go. It was my natural airport enemy. Airport employees are my natural <laughs> enemies. Obviously, I'm against you know some internet activists trying to like get you in a gotcha to like publicly shame you in their community. Yeah, and try to make get you in and trouble. And this is like also really just get like you fired and free Delta for life. That's the main thing is free flights. Right. It's sort of the things that annoy me about like activists and the things that annoy me about uh, airports. And I don't know which is higher. I probably have to go with the airport guy in this case yeah. because my, I'd say that my number one thing I hate is uh, trying to like name and shame someone for that sure. sort of shit. Mm -hmm. But it was it's hard for me to really empathize with the airport employee because to me they're, they're the vermin. <laughs> <laughs> airport employees to me they are. <laughs> Not, they're the, the lowest of the low. Ryan's using dehumanizing language. Buddy, I almost got it into it. Necessary. The other day, I almost got one into it with one. For what? Well, because this guy, I come on, and he was sort of a bit of a poof himself. A little poofta. And then this guy, I'm walking out, and they made me check my bag. Air Canada? Yeah, but it was the checks where you pick it up after the airport, right? So I come to the guy, and I go, hey, where, where do I get my bag? And he goes, they're going to be right here. So I walk past the line, and then people start walking out with their bags, and I go... So they're not going to be right here. They're going to be over there. And then I go, I start walking back. He goes, sir, you can't walk back. And I go, but you told me I should come over here. Uh -huh. And he goes, you pass the line. You can't walk back. So he goes, all you have to do is wait. So he, he makes me wait for like 25 minutes because uh, he told me the thing, the bag was going to be in the wrong place. This is weird. Actually, this is Air Canada. Yeah, and sometimes they are there. But well, they because this is, I had the exact same thing flying, and I've never seen it where you, once you step off the actual airplane and you're in that like They don't let you come back? No, they're in the walkway, and they go, just wait here, and we're going to get your bag. Yeah, what the fuck's that? It's like, put it on the goddamn carousel. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, this is, I'd never seen that before in my life, and so I guess that's what they're doing now up in fucking Canada. We got into it, me oh, and the guy. I bet. We almost, we almost went to blows. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if he got into it with a trans activist right then and there, I probably would have taken the trans activist's side. Yeah. You would have fucking hopped on, popped a wig on and got beaten. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got a misgenderer over here! <laughs> I would have started crying. Oh my god! <laughs> It hurts. Oh, it hurts. The emotional pain. The emotional pain of watching someone be misgendered oh. by this monster. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but after it's De Niro, a lot of these were from before i don't know if he would have a mail now but it's like it do these people not get their assistance to sign ndas it's like it really seems like uh i guess yeah. dude you if you're a famous guy you hire someone to work with you and then basically the entire time they're working with you they're just collecting data to now go do a podcast it's, tour it's to trash you that is a good point why secrets. no ndas i i have no idea how Kevin they're allowed Hart's to do this than that or is she just breaking violating the ndas she couldn't be violating the NDAs, I don't think. What happens? The when story you would have been just shut. You just get sued. I think get you your, get sued. She gets your pants sued off. But of that's you? true. If you get your pants sued off and you don't have any money, what yeah, does what it matter? Got, what if you got no pants? <laughs> yeah. So, but then I guess you'd be making a lot of money from spilling the beans, and then you'd lose that money. Definitely any money that came from the bean spilling. Dude, in today's day and age, you really have to be careful who you hire. Just get though. a goddamn male assistant, not a gay one. I mean, it could be gay, like a Lloyd situation from Entourage, but you just get a, just a bro. Yeah, I don't know if there's some sort of 
other dynamic there where you're like, no, because what happens is those guys they're gonna they're, they're more like um, kind of like aggressive and they'll try and usurp you a bit power wise. Like there's like a 48 laws of power thing where it'd be like never get a male assistant. I don't know what I'm the answer. I don't is. know the answer either. These guys are having a real problem with it. Just speculating. And Kevin Hart's everyone knows that he was out there smashing. He was yeah. like been busted for it a couple of times. times. So it's like this guy's at this point. This chick's just adding insult to injury. He already he already did the he already did the time. Yeah, he already did the time. Yeah. She's accused him of the crime. It's like the man already did the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's saying some other stuff that happened that I didn't know about. Knocking up a stewardess. But I'll, when they posted on the hip hop pages, everyone's like these fucking snitch assistants. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. You're gonna get taken out by AI. It is interesting because I, I watched the like Ricky Gervais special. Yeah. That just I came out. Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but then it, it was interesting because. The Ricky Gervais special, I sort of left being like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, after all these articles started coming out, and it was basically the one goes, uh, the once brave comedian has become wholly uninteresting and subvert, and in subvert, oh, sorry, become wholly uninterested in subverting the establishment, writes Nick Hilton, right? Okay. So his whole critic. Crit criticism of Ricky Gervais and all these criticisms is basically like he's the status quo or whatever and it almost like I, I didn't even really like it I kind of thought it was you know a, a lot of stuff he said before and then on top of that I kind of felt like there was also an added component where it was like a, a little preachy for me and then there was also a lot of jokes where it kind of the punchline was being mean to like a handicapped person and okay, it's not yeah, that i'm yeah. against that but it was like 10 in a row yeah <laughs> you know, it was just like so many it was like literally i'd say the majority of the jokes were like mean to handicapped people yeah and then explaining where like if you see like that person was a that was not a that was a fictional character and if you're offended by that and i've always sort of disagreed with ricky gervais's stance where he kind of says everyone's sensitive and was like yeah. they're not sensitive they're like politically against you right yeah yeah but but he's in a weird spot because he's like but i'm a liberal what would they be against? You know? Yeah, so he's kind of sticking the whole to the whole re reordering of everything, kind of. Yeah, and it's it's just like a almost like willingly not understanding w what's actually shaking down. Yeah. That being said, I think Ricky Gervais is one of the funniest people in the world. So yeah. I just always kind of like disagree with him on a few things here and there. So and then whatever, it was kind of like an old guy did thing. I'm sure a, it'll be like a, a huge trans hit. swimmer joke, swimming. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine he did. I can't really remember. But he probably it would probably end with a punchline of me him being saying something to the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> there's a lot there's a really a lot really a lot of jokes for the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh guy has cancer, he sort of builds the scenario. Anyway, my point is probably a left being like, oh whatever. And then every article comes out being like, he's for the establishment, and you're like well, that's not true. It's like the Hollywood and, uh, you know, all of the main establishments don't agree with what he says. No, and he did the Golden Globes thing famously where they're... Yeah, it's almost like they... It's like it's that old thing where we used to say, and I'm not calling Ricky Gervais this, but there was that old thing where we knew a lot of comedians that probably... They were kind of like in their late 40s, early 50s, and they were kind of like road dogs or whatever. Yeah. And you'd call... You, you might call, you'd be like, I don't think that's good or whatever. And then... Everyone was so like triggered that it made them edgy or whatever. Yeah, because you're kind of like it happened with the Daily Wire movie too. They just made that movie and then everyone was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. And then all the articles were like actually triggered. Like <laughs> yeah. it would be like it was the most triggering movie, and you would kind of like it's just basic conservative, you know, things yeah, that they. This is like literally just years. like stuff a normal dad thinks in on the. I mean, it's literally the ladybugs. 
or like Joanna, man. Like this, these premises, they're just being done to like kind of thumb it in your nose or your right. eye or whatever. But the truth is, it's like it's kind of one of those things where you just be like, yeah, it's not really like triggering to just say like l- the, the the consensus Republican thing, and then ever and then they are actually triggered, and you're just like, well, I get people writing articles being like it was so offensive, and you're just like, that's what they want, I guess. Well, I guess that's the only if they need to write an article about it. What else is the article going to be? Yeah, but it's like I've, my point was, I think that the bloggers are so much more wrong yeah and this guy looks like you know the king of the they thems like he's just like some nerdy comedy blogger he's got the glasses and just like you know you can barely tell this guy's a man he's just dripping in soy well he's not a man and then he's like the special is so bad and you're like well i guess maybe now i have to like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah enough of those come out you go this is my favorite special of all time Thanks. Well, they're, you know what it is? Their criticisms are just so wrong. You're like, yeah, it probably wasn't really that good, but not, you're so wrong about the reasons why. Yeah. I was like, it wasn't what you're saying. You're just I, like, I he's like, I not believe they watched the whole thing. It's, it's like, I, they're just living in that world where they still think that like Hollywood is the like underdog opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, you're are kind of right that over the last like four years, most normal people have come to their senses. But that's still not that's not what the establishment is. No. If anything, it's the opposite where you go. Yeah. If you look at something and you go, hey, most normal people agree this is bullshit, but it's still getting shoved in your face. It's like, well, that wouldn't happen if it was the other way around. Of course. That obviously, you wouldn't. If, if most people didn't agree with it, you wouldn't hear about it anymore. No, no, you never hear about it. Ricky Gervais is not the establishment. It's like Colbert is. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, how, how do you not know? Like Hollywood consensus thoughts, the things that people say at the, you know, the things that universities professors say, the things that, you know, the ones that aren't getting in trouble. I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's who's not getting in trouble. Yeah, obviously, right? Doctor Gay. And that's why the Palestine thing was funny because it was the first time that they their consensus opinion was actually tr- troublesome or whatever, sure. right? Yeah. But okay, so. It's the same, you know, I'll just say one more thing about it. It always kind of reminds me of the the thing where they say kids are getting soft. And that was a big thing of like the Ricky Gervais. It was that like kids are soft. And it was just like. We're still on that stuff. And it's like, no, it's not that kids are soft. Kids are the exact same. It's they've sort of been like duped into like fighting against themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, that's just the, I mean, that's the way things were set up was they didn't set it up that they way. They found like, out like how the you, whole with the trophies thing. You're like, yeah, who, like where everybody gets a trophy. You're like, yeah, who gave them all the trophies? Yeah. There's that part of it too. Yeah. yeah. But they got, it was like a, you know, college kids are always like raring to protest mm. and they figured that they could sort of like get call like protesty college kids to do their bidding. It's like, so, so they all sort of got, got like duped. They got tricked into like cheering on their own robbery almost. You kind know what of, I mean? Yeah. We got to tell you about Talkspace right now. So listen, during the stress and expectations of the holidays, therapy can be a huge help, but it can be hard to get an in-person appointment this time of year. Luckily, Talkspace has made getting the help you need easy and affordable. You're able to access your provider from the comfort of your device, which means mental health care can be on your schedule. With Talkspace, you can get the support you need when you need it. And since nobody needs another expense this time of year, you're going to be happy to hear that Talkspace is covered by most insurance companies and most employers. So check your coverage to see if you can get therapy for only the cost of an insurance copay or even for free sometimes. So with Talkspace, you can sign up online, get a personalized match with a provider who is right for you within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. It's secure. It's private, using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. You maybe don't want to go in and talk to someone face-to-face. You maybe don't want to have the money. 
you know, Talkspace is a solution for that problem. Money can be tight, especially this time of year. Talkspace is affordable. It's in network with most major insurance plans, so you only pay a copay. As a listener of this podcast, you're going to get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash BoysCast to match with a licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com slash BoysCast to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. So, Talkspace.com slash BoysCast. And I got to tell you people about Quip. For those of you not watching, I got the vibrating toothbrush in my hand. There you go. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. I got the, I got the one at my house. So Danny can't take this one because it's on the table. So it's a RL exclusive do 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 quip for your oral care regimen. If you don't know, oh, artsy thing. It is artsy. Yeah, this is, they've got some designs on it. My other one's all black, and this is the one where everyone told me to charge my toothbrush from the Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon dogs. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need for, to care for your mouth directly to your home so we are thrilled to reveal quip's latest collaboration with the renowned artist and innovator Chantel martin so danny was right that there is something fancy about this one known for the bold inquisitive artwork and creative ventures so this is an iconic line right here limited edition products smart rechargeable toothbrush gum and mint dispenser bringing simple function and beauty to everyday oral care this right here Mm -hmm. is a premium lightweight sleek design no wires no bulky charger to weigh you down a smart rechargeable toothbrush easy charging say goodbye to the hassle of batteries quips rechargeable toothbrush Features a magnetic charging cable for easy power-ups, and it's the cable that you use for other stuff, too. If you lose them, it's an easy one to come by. One charge delivers three to four months of smooth operation. It's a smooth charge. It's a smooth brush, keeping your routine efficient and your bathroom neat. And this is the best part. The convenient subscription for toothbrushes will automatically ship you a new refill head every three months, because probably most people in the world use a toothbrush for way too long. Yep. The same schedule recommended by dentists. It's a no-fuss way to keep your brush fresh and the bristles effective. So this electric toothbrush is loved by over 9 million mouths. In addition to brush heads, Quip also delivers fresh floss, toothpaste, mouthwash, gum refills every three months from $7. So... If you go to getquip.com slash theboyscast right now, you get 20% off any electric toothbrush or mint and gum dispenser. Plus, listeners of this show will get an exclusive 20% off discount on the Chantel Martin collection bundle. That's 20% off any electric toothbrush, mint and gum dispenser, or the Chantel Martin bundle at getquip.com slash boyscast. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash boyscast. Quip. The Good Health Habits Company. So this person wrote an article, uh, and this is some good shit right here. My straight boyfriend keeps making jokes with his friends, keeps making gay jokes with his friends. My straight boyfriend keeps making gay jokes with his friends. Is he gay? (laughs) This is really tough. Weird to refer to your boyfriend as your straight boyfriend. (laughs) My straight boyfriend, you go. What? <laughs> I wouldn't like if that kept happening. Yeah, yeah. I have my straight boyfriend. Hey, have you met my straight boyfriend, Danny Polisho? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, necessary, qu- necessary qualifier right there? 
Oh, and I would like to come to the party, but also I'm going to bring a plus one. Is there room for my straight boyfriend? <laughs> my straight boyfriend will also be in attendance yeah, if it's all the same to you. But I just love the idea of a girl that her like dude's friend group is just like a normal friend group that jokes around about being gay stuff and she's stressed the fuck out about yeah, it, right? Says why. Dear how to do it. The girl a lot of times uh, women have like a really hard time like understanding male dynamics of friendship. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like the zinging each other and all that stuff. They don't like they don't like the zinging, they, they don't, don't like, like the zinging. zinging. No, they like the empowering. Every time I'm hanging out with too many dudes, I have to I come home with a little too much heat and I have to I get Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you hanging out with the boy dude because my brothers is like that too it was just like the, obviously you just be anyone puts on like 10 pounds they're gonna hear about yeah, it right yeah, and then you come back with that energy being like fucking ate a couple in the holidays eh? and she's like what <laughs> she's crying you're just yeah. like oh fuck no, no, I, just a joke <laughs> so someone's been fucking eating that <laughs> what whereas your body puts on 10 pounds and you're going ham on yeah. it right and they were just like, they were going ham on the actual <laughs> ham. I've noticed the sexual undertones in my boyfriend's friend group. I've, the funny part is like, what do you think actually is happening? They're all like making gay jokes with each other. Because they're all secretly gay. Yeah, like you're, if, they, if they were all secretly gay, what would be the odds that they would be like leaving all these clues? <laughs> like... She, like you're hanging out with a hockey team. Hockey teams are the 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 forefront of this, the, probably yeah, more yeah. than any sport. Yeah. If, if if any basketball player goes into a hockey room for ten minutes, he'd probably be like, pause, pause, <laughs> pause, 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 yeah, pause. Yeah, what is going on with this <laughs> gayness? This homosexuality. I will say. I, I like the gay jokes as much as the next guy. There are certain uh, groups, and the band culture was a little bit like this too. There is certain guys where it is a little too much grabbing your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like a little just too literal gay stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of band culture was like that. A lot of hockey culture was like that, where it was just like the joke. What I, I prefer the jokes to have a little more meat in them than just sure. grabbing the meat. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You like a little more wordy joke. Ah, oh, there he is. Grab the dick. It's like, all right, there you go. <laughs> Grab my dick. <laughs> you got me. I definitely have a few friends where the, the main source of humor is a dick grab. Just a dick grab. You go, okay, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, if you were like a group of, you know, hockey players like that, if you were gay, you're actually boning. When the girlfriends were around, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like leaving dick grabbing clues. I guess it's like the thou doth protest too much kind of thing where they go maybe you would be that's yeah. their plan like, maybe we would be super gay so like it's sort of 3D chess but touch, also, it's touch D chest you touch D chest but I just I don't know just be gay I guess well they're not is obviously oh well, yeah, yeah yeah but she doesn't have any gay friends yeah, she goes to, to run this by because the gay friends on. probably aren't doing that. Exactly, the gay friends are not doing any of that. I don't stuff. think if you hang out with gay guys, they're doing like ah, cup check. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they do that. And she's not even. I'm saying the extreme. She's not even necessarily saying all the dick grabbing. She's sort of saying they're making like jokes about like, oh yeah, see you tonight, honey. Like to his Bro, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. to his like male friend. You know what I mean? She sounds like a real hoot. She's not, definitely not a hoot. This chick is a real hoot. I agree with you that she's not a hoot. <laughs> it's accurate. <laughs> but they also, she goes, they're just a group of typical straight dudes, but they also like to make jokes about wanting each other and several other sexual things pretty regularly. This isn't the first time Ooh. I've noticed this among the straight guys I've dated. I did have a girl say this to me once, actually. What? That she said that... Uh, a lot she, of gay stuff happening? Well, she goes, I thought... 
Yeah, she and she was like thought that she goes. I thought you might be bisexual because you and your friends with <laughs> all these gay jokes and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. I've ha- I've had this happen in my own life before. Really? Yeah, and she was like, oh, she, and I was like, it's not. I mean, every friend group bums each other uh, when you're hanging out. <laughs> She yeah. goes, I, I go, that's like common joke. She goes, okay, but you were sucking it pretty good. Yeah. I go, you've never heard of humor? <laughs> yeah, you've never heard of humor. But it was like basic stuff, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, no, I wasn't, I had a problem. I was just thinking that, like, maybe you were bi. I don't know. You made all those jokes mm-hmm. or whatever, and you'd be like, jo- uh, on stage, I think it was even, like, I'd make jokes. Actually, about you know what? Now I can't remember the exact s- thing. Now that you it. say that, actually, I had an ex who thought I was uh, black <laughs> because I'm racist. <laughs> you just say the N-word so much. <laughs> It's like basically equivalent. She goes, "Are you black?" <laughs> my fa- my favorite is when people have like really innocent girlfriends. Like my body had the super innocent girlfriend, and uh, she had like caught him. Uh, she found out that she had porn on his computer, yeah. And like everyone was drinking, and she was kind of like an oversharer, and she was like saying that she caught him uh, uh, watching porn on the thing, and it was like stepsister porn, and we were like, "What?" And we <laughs> every guy there just fucking sold him out. So hard. Ah. we go, "What?" So it's just like two people and they just like have sex and you just like watch that? <laughs> or like, I don't even know. Where would you even find and that? you're pretending to be the <laughs> stepsister? <laughs> and the guy was just like, fuck off. And we're, and we're all just talking to her. <laughs> and we were going, so wait, he just like, is this like a thing he does like a lot? Or do you think it's like a one-time thing? It's like, I mean, I don't know if it's that big of a deal, but like, so do you, do you is it like a specific website that you go to? And we were just like going so hard on the idea that... <laughs> Is there something you like type in? Do you pay for? Like, I don't even. Uh, I mean, again, I'm not judging yeah, you. Yeah, that's just judgment free zone. <laughs> he was just like, but he was like, he was just like, stop listening to them. They're fucking with you. And we like, I mean, okay. Why would we fuck with our friend's girlfriend? Yeah, why would we fuck with our friend's girlfriend? It's not what friends do. But I did have a girl once that said that I thought you might be bi or something because oh. of all the jokes or whatever. <laughs> So they do do it. Yeah, all right. They're incapable of understanding that it's funny to it's French f- kiss your friend for 45 yeah, minutes straight. It's, it's a goof. <laughs> no, he's a fucking goof. <laughs> yeah, he's a goof. And then she goes, what is up with that? Should I be asking my boyfriend if this is something he actually wants to try? Oh, my God. Oh, God. So ne- That's oh the God. worst, too, because you're like, fuck, I can't even have fun in this relationship. Well, you're going to come home, and she- your Christmas present, she's going to be unwrapping a bull. Yeah, no, she's like, all right, well, you've been making all these gay jokes, so I got a strap-on to peg you this Christmas. Yeah, like, my gift to you. No. I mean, you're like, that is pretty funny, though. I'm going to have to tell the boys about this one, but no. <laughs> when I'm done sucking them off. <laughs> Forget. Boys are gonna have a real hoot about the fact that you bought a strap on. <laughs> no, Danny, me. you're just like, oh, no, you don't understand. It's just a quick gag. <laughs> Not this kind of gag. Like a joke? No. <laughs> she goes, yeah, she, you're having a miscommunication in the therapist. She goes, he kept gagging. You go, exactly. It was gag. It was a gag. A goof. A gag. What is up with that? It's just a sort of. Is it sort of a bonding thing? Am I completely missing something about how my male friend groups work? <laughs> I had a girl when I was dating before that I, I used to always say, um, her catchphrase was, what's up with that? Because the story's never <laughs> yeah, at a point. It yeah, always yeah. just end with, what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're gonna, a crappy this, monologue. Yeah, exactly. What's up with that? What's up with that? You're going to walk in and have a male prostitute waiting for you for your Christmas present. I would hate that, though. 
a male prostitute waiting for you for Christmas. If I had a buddy that openly like his friend, uh, the girl, if th- if this was your friend's girlfriend, where she was, he went like, "Can you believe she asked me if you were gay?" You'd be like, "That's pretty fun to fuck with, though, oh, right?" Of course, amazing. Yeah, yeah, you can mess with friend, them, but that's a tough relationship to be in. I know messing with uh, the the you can obviously there's lines, but joking around with the girl on something that obviously wouldn't be true yeah is probably my best one i think i might have told you this was convincing we a bunch of us this is in high school but a bunch of us convinced uh this girl that for christmas um he wanted uh, he wanted a pendant that said true to the game and it was <laughs> it was maria's jewelers and pickering and we used to always walk by and it was it was like a joke that there was this huge pendant that just said true to the game we go who would wear that and we convinced the girl that that's what he wanted for his birthday and he's always been talking about this true to the game pendant <laughs> she's like i've never heard him talk about it <laughs> and then she bought him the true to the game pendant no way <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> True to the game. The person who bought that that <laughs> jewelry store too, they probably had arguments at the jewelry store. They're like, who would ever buy this piece of shit? <laughs> like Maria and her husband are like, what are you? I doing? can't believe we sold the True to the Someone game. Someone bought the True to the game. <laughs> he goes, order more. Yeah, I knew it. True to the games are flying <laughs> off the shelves apparently. <laughs> Like a crazy thing to wear, a pendant. pendant true fucking, to the game. It's like the size of a hand to it. It's true to the game. Uh, I would have gone, gone well with some nice FUBU gear. <laughs> oh, of course, definitely. I don't think... Uh, oh, oh, this is the best part. The person who... Uh, this article was by Slate, right? So Slate does these columns. Yeah. And the people who give them advice don't know what the fuck they're talking about. No. Because she's basically saying, like, you know, should I sit him down and have a serious conversation about, like, his sexuality and how open... And the guy's like, I'm not gay. And she's like, if you are, you are. You know what I mean? I'm supportive Ugh. of you. And the guy's like, I'm not gay. She just, goes, yeah, well, I just watched you slap your friend's ass. You know what I mean? It's just jokes. Right. But this is, so this is what the slate should, thing what should, slate, yeah. the slate thing should say. It's like, yeah, very, very low probability your boyfriend's gay. This is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. And this is what their response is. I think it's 0% is. chance he's gay. Him and what? Well, not, I don't I mean, know. It's not, not zero, zero but, but yeah. This isn't the canary in the coal mine of his gayness. Is of course not. Pals. You're going to find some way weirder shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if he was gay, I, it's very, it's, it's probably unlikely that he would be so openly doing all this yeah, stuff in front of his girlfriend. Of course, the beard. Right. Yeah. I don't think we can say for sure. She says that your boyfriend's friends all want each other or not. <laughs> Nor could we say that they don't. So she goes. Honestly, it's a fifty-fifty toss-up whether all every single member of that friend group is ready to have a gay orgy or not. Who could know? Very possibly gay. It's like crazy, right? Yes, this is insane. It's a, a kind of it's like a that Trump answer. Ones- it's like, eh? it's hard to say for certain that they're gay. So they've done some gay stuff. I don't know. They might be gay. Some people are saying they're gay. It might be. It might be useful to ask your boyfriend about it, though. Temper your expectations when approaching such an inquiry. Often, people of such a privileged status have have been made haven't been made to question or pay much attention to why they do what they do. They aren't very good at analysis, and they're too lazy to perform it. 
So she's basically saying, your boyfriend's gay. He's gay. He has no idea why he does Because he's jokes. too privileged. Yeah, he's too privileged. He's definitely not, not in it for the lulls. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. This is the fucking advice I that girls are getting? I can't believe they didn't have better articles, like questions. People are sending in all sorts of stupid questions, and this is the one that made it? Oh, my God, dude. And this guy's going to have to go home to his girl, and she's going to be like, listen, I want to talk to you about something. I know you're probably gay. And he goes, no. He goes, listen, I know you're too privileged, Stephen. <laughs> you're, you're too privileged. You're too proud to admit that you're gay, but you're gay. Yeah. You don't uh, No he's not even saying too proud She's saying like You don't understand Like how your privilege Is not allowing you To see that you're gay And yeah, it's yeah. manifesting In this joke it, it, That in you and your buddies do the, sometimes uh, And you're all gay <laughs> I go, And all the girl I spoke with all the girlfriends And they're having This exact same conversation <laughs> Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So <laughs> every know. single one of us is meeting right now to have a fucking. So I guess it's the end of the line for us. But you, you queers, go have a nice life. Literally, new year, new queer. You be you. <laughs> incidentally, the findings. Uh, oh, they say incidentally, the findings. A study was published in this Journal of Sex Roles in 2017. So obviously, this is some bullshit publication. Suggested that men present as more sensitive and responsive to perceived threats to their masculinity, express amusement with sexist and anti gay humor because they believe it reaffirms their masculinity. So she's sort of saying, kind of what you saying it, essentially, it's uh, whoever denied it supplied it. Sure. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the... It's the just funny. The, it's almost like terrorist reasoning where they're like, you know, are you a terrorist? And the guy goes, no. He goes, ha, you, <laughs> you would if you, you were... would say that. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, there's no right answer. No right answer, no. Because if you deny it, you're gay. And if you don't deny it, you're gay. So there's no right answer. And she goes, ask your boyfriend if he's gay. If he denies it, it's because of his privilege. And also, uh, he's protesting too yeah, much. Yeah, he's gay. He's definitely leave him. He's gay. Basically, this... The the response that the slate person said is all roads lead to he's gay. Yep. He goes, what if he's okay? Well, what if his uh, friends want to do like a gay thing, like try to uh, give him uh, touch him, and he goes, he really doesn't want to. He goes, well, then that's gay too. <laughs> then she gives him an ultimatum where you're like, it's either me or the gay jokes. The only thing that the only thing that isn't gay for this woman is being really uh, sensitive to women's plight. I guess is kind of what it's saying. Seems like a crappy relationship to be in. Hopefully, this is the early phases of this, and he can get out of. I don't. This, she's not going to change here. But I don't think this is true, though. I think that uh, he's gay. Didn't Josh Infold have a joke where they said uh, he goes, "Well, if being uh, something, if if hating gay people makes you secretly gay, then I guess my that's dad's Arab. a secret, Arab. secretly Arab." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. Gay, yeah. yeah, but. This is the same thing where they go if you're if you're more likely to make gay jokes you're more likely to be gay it's like that's not true no they're just funny there is the case where you know there is like the odd cases of someone that's a public figure sure that they're like I don't want it to be gay because I don't want people to think that I'm gay because it'll uh you know, I'm like a Republican senator. And yeah, like George Santos, for example. He doesn't want anyone to know he that he's gay. By the way, he's gay. George Santos, I don't know if you saw this. Yeah, got his car broken into? No, I didn't see that. Oh. He got his car broken into last night, and then he was... I actually was wondering if... if because he got his car broken into, and he was on Twitter crying about it, being like, this is Joe Biden's America, and nice. Mayor Adams, your city is turning to fucking shit. I got my car broken into. Um, but I wonder if someone knew that it was his car, and they're trying to get some dirt on him, you know, because he's making lots of enemies. Interesting. I yeah, don't know so what more dirt that you could have than he already that has. Is all point. the dirt's kind of out there. That's a good point. He must be a little bit liberating for him, but just all the be dirt. But no, we were looking at the cameo thing. Yeah. 
<coughs> and you noticed that <clears throat> the the Santas were making the most money on Cameo. Santa, yeah. And then I, uh, so guess- you think that's why Santos was making so much? Because people mistook him for Santa? I don't know if you saw what happened in the last week, but no. the number one person on Cameo was Santos Claus. No way! <laughs> so George Santos dressed up like Santa, and he started Shrewd. doing Santa cameos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shrewd move. <laughs> the man knows how to make money. Oh, that's shrewd, man. So he was doing Santos Claus for 500 <laughs> bucks a pop. <laughs> and honestly, it's not the craziest thing to get someone a Santos Claus cameo. No. That is kind of funny. I just prefer, yeah, that's pretty funny. He's not welcome on this podcast now, though. No. We already... We already <laughs> so if you... Basically, they're saying if you laugh about a joke about women, you're probably likely to be gay. And it was just like, that's not true. Laugh about a joke about women? Okay, let's. And they said. Yeah, because they said. Gay people They said sexist right now, and gay humor. If it makes you laugh, you're probably gay. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Do you hear that? I'm looking at you. Okay. Yeah, you. Well, Danny, how do you say homosexual and Jewish? No idea. He blew. <laughs> We got a gay over here. See that? See that? everyone? Zoom in. You will notice some chuckles coming out of a gay man's like recently you zoom, outed. You zoom in super tired. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so you just laughed at a gay joke. So that's yeah. we got a gay. So okay. one. We're doing a little test here. One for one gay. We got one. What do you call a gay cowboy? I don't know. A Jolly Rancher. Okay. Straight on that one. <laughs> Pretty straight there. Okay. So straight man on there. Um, how do you fit three homosexuals on one bar stool? Uh, how? I think you know the answer to that one. Stack them. Okay, so he's not laughing. So he's denying it right now. So Is he's it fighting stack them? No, you turn it upside down. What do you mean? You never heard that one before? These are old classic street jokes, I'm telling you. Oh, okay. What do you call a homosexual dentist? What? Tooth fairy. Something. So now he's sort of figured out the format. You're not gonna, <laughs> oh, there he left. Okay. Called that. <laughs> Just old school oh, street joke. My, my girls will watch this though, and she'll be like, "Are you gay?" The, That's the, true. The thing said that, and then the article Slate said that you might be gay, and then you laughed at a joke. So the Slate person should be friggin' tarred and feathered for giving that advice. By the Terrible way, advice. Terrible. Advice. I don't know if you saw, but the Pope. It, there's sort of some people are saying it's not as much as uh, he b basically the story was Pope says priests can bless same-sex marriage couples but uh, I don't know Snopes is kind of saying that's not exactly what it means and so it's kind of up in the air there's a lot of articles saying that basically he's like no I'm not totally for it it's just uh, we're gonna bless it he's sort of like in between yeah he's kind of like we're just not gonna be as bad as we were before yeah but he's sort of he can bless them now okay. but it is just funny like every every second day the Pope has an article like he's inching a little closer to being gay being chill yeah. You know what I mean? I mean he doesn't want to wash his dude. He doesn't want to blow his low. I'll tell you what. That's the weirdest. Worst by far. The worst part about being the Pope is the washing. Washing the dude's feet stinks. every year. You got to wash a bunch of just like dude's feet. I would hate that. Unless man. you're super into feet, and then you're just like then you yes, love it, dude. Well, this Pope it, Christmas comes early for the Pope. He, <laughs> he does every week come out with a new kind of rule about like why it's pretty chill to be gay, right? Yep. But. I don't know if I would take the Pope gig if you had to wash the feet. I, I think I, if I was the Pope gig, you I would probably... Wash, you definitely got to wash the feet. Every time you wash the feet, you'd have to say pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. They're not like good feet. It's not like uh, some supermarket. No, it's like homeless people. It's like shit. homeless people's feet. When you're doing Rough it, do you think feet. the whole time he says no homo? <laughs> <laughs> no homo. No homo. No homo. <laughs> 
He added, it's the seed of the Holy Spirit that must be nurtured, not hindered. And that's the, he means the gay spirit. So yeah. uh, when we know it's seed he's uh, talking about. There's only one spirit, and it's gay. And there's another one of these. So I'm just going to tell you, because uh, this these Slate articles are 90% like women kind of writing in with crazy assumptions they've made based on kind of like, you know, uh, dumb 2023 frameworks. Yep. And then getting... You know, uh, when someone should be saying, like, no, you're being crazy. Yeah, they, they confirm it. They They're confirming it. Valid. Okay. Where do I find high-quality lace lingerie for men? I'm 30 female, and I want to get some for my husband for Christmas. I recently noticed that some of my underwear has been going missing, and I thought the dryer was eating them or they were being misplaced. Uh, one day, I returned from work and my husband was in the shower i saw my underwear with his clothes where he had taken them off i was surprised but i was also turned on i love the idea of a man wearing lace underwear i didn't say th anything about it uh but since then i've been keeping an eye out and i've noticed uh waistbands of my underwear all on top of his pants once in a while so she's concluded that he's wearing the underwear, wearing the underwear. but it's also i mean i guess it's possible but it's also possible he's doing something even pervier with them yeah like smelling them or putting them in his pocket and it's also possible that she just left her underwear on his pile of clothes possibly but i mean she keeps noticing it so seems like not the most likely scenario dude that would but if you were if you okay if you were hypothetically wearing your girlfriend's underwear if you could, you know, obviously you'd be busting them at the seams. I would not be. Those are not fit. <laughs> I would not be. I would not fit. Let the record state that Danny Polishuk would, that is something he would not be doing. No. <clears throat> but you probably wouldn't be so obvious to leave it everywhere unless you like wanted her to find yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. You'd be kind of concealing it for sure. But the person who gave this advice was like, oh, you want to get him the mother. Do you think there's any guy out there? And as I'm saying this, I'm like, I wonder, because this is actually a pretty good idea. Like, some dude who's just dating, like, a pretty decent-looking chick who, behind her back, sells her, like, soiled clothes. I don't know, because I think if you wanted to run that racket, you almost don't really need the girl, right? Because it really, you just probably buy the underwear and sell them. Well, but you need them, like, used. You need some provenance, as they say. You need to prove their use. I think a lot of dudes that do that probably just wear them themselves. You know what I mean? Wear them around for a while and then just start to smell sweaty. Wait, I've been smelling sweaty <laughs> dudes' underwear? I think that's very likely, dude. I think there's Ugh. a high probability of that. That if you're buying underwear, you're buying it. It was just wearing by, like, some fucking freak. Yeah. Some just some like dude that lives in a cabin. I guess that's the problem. Probably back in the day, you could get dude. Really, you just uh, need to put like, sweat on them and shit. You could get ethically sourced <laughs> used panties and shoes and stuff. But now with the proliferation of the internet, you don't know who you're talking to. No, you almost needed to come with a photo of them wearing the. <laughs> that's exact what I'm saying. It's got to be like but a the photo sports memorabilia. It's got to be photo match. But it has to be photo match, and the underwear has to be serialized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got to be like the whole authenticated and like a video of her like basically jogging and then getting back from jog, taking it off, and then like going through the whole authentication process crappy yeah well i'll just say if this guy wasn't wearing the underwear and the i don't know probably 50 50 yeah definitely the advice is like not good well what's the size how big is he i think you could probably tell they'll probably get stretched out like crazy are you the same size as him did you know that sniffing women's tears lessens aggressive behavior in men by a study uh, I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? So you can kind of say to a dude, like when he's being a little, uh, you know, b being a little light in the loafers, you're just like, oh, someone's been fucking sniffing women's tears. Well, you think if there was any proof or efficacy to this, then... There is. Well, I'm saying, but then they would somehow like put women's tears in like prison water supplies and stuff to... Sniffing them. Well, you get the... Or whatever. You miss, Drinking miss, them doesn't do anything. Miss them around. 
So basically, what if, if you put them on clothes like fabric softener? But if you tears. sniff liberal tears, it makes you more fucking <laughs> feminine. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Interesting. <laughs> According to new research published in the Open Access Journal, so they basically had a bunch of dudes sniff all these different things and yeah. then make like risky choices and this and that. And when given the opportunity, the men could get revenge on the other player by causing them to lose money. The men did not know what they're sniffing. And the men that sniffed the women's tears basically uh, had less like aggression and, you know, need for revenge and stuff like that. They're saying, isn't that wild? You need to, do we need to start bottling women's tears? It's, I, I think that's what the next thing is. Bottling what women's type of tears, though? Do, do tears of joy elicit the same? Dude, if that's Biden's second term is they make every man line up and they have to do their ceremonial <laughs> sniff of the tears. <laughs> I wonder if there's any distinction, though, of how the tears are made. That's the problem, though, because they need the Trump to win to get the tears. <laughs> and then that... <laughs> Yeah, you think that's the Trump? But if Trump wins, they're not going to make you sniff the tears. Yeah, and there'll be less tears, probably. There'll just be less tears if Trump loses. Yeah, I know. Um, Also, another, just a quick thing. So there's this woman. There's a lot of controversy over the, like, IVF clinics, right? Because a lot of people don't like the way it's, like, shaking down. Yeah. And I'll just say to those people, it's like, whether you like it or not, get used to this shit getting a lot crazier in the next 20 years. They're going to be fucked. Sure. In 20 years, they're going to be making babies in a lab. You're going to be picking their fucking they hair color. They got the goddamn milking machines. <laughs> <laughs> they're milking the cocks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they actually are <laughs> milking the cocks pretty soon. <laughs> they're milking the goddamn cocks. <laughs> That's where this world's come to. <laughs> That's where world's come to, man. But this girl got IVF, and they gave her a female. It's like two, you know, like lesbos, Lesb- right? Yeah. And they nice. got they they were trying to get a female put in them, and they gave them a male embryo. And they said uh, giving birth to the son is likened to having rape because so this son's in for a bad life. Like you know, your son's gonna be able to like Google your name at one point and read. This. Dude, can you imagine you were the son? Uh, born to two lesbos that are suing the clinic because they accidentally forced them to have a boy have a boy yeah your life's gonna be hell yeah and they don't think fondly of men they're gonna fuck fondly they're gonna fuck this kid up you're starting your life with your mom calling you a rapist for being inside and like basically yeah you're like you're responsible for all the bad things in the world and you're like i'm a week old (laughs) what are you talking about you're like nope that stinks, eh? Oh, that's, yeah, that's bad. Heather Wilhelm Rotenberg and his wife, Robbie, are suing the SNY Fertility Clinic, New York, after it allegedly broke an agreement to insert a female embryo because they just screwed up, right? Yeah. But it is, like, pretty wild just being the, like, hating men to that extent where... That you feel like you're getting raped constantly? Yeah. Just having a boy that's your child and it's like biological child too and by the way it's like okay well now you're just back to normal people where sometimes you get a girl sometimes you get a boy and it was like we wouldn't have done this if there was even a chance that we could bring a boy into this world well god's playing a cruel trick on you and i kind of agree that there is just something weird about all the like picking your babies and picking the things and you know killing the fetuses that don't meet your specs you know what i mean and like obviously right now it's and it's incubated stages no pun intended but like this is gonna get crazy and obviously if you were like a professional athlete 
it seems like obvious you'd be like, okay, well, let's get the biggest, strongest one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in 10 years, they're definitely going to be just designing the biggest, strongest ones. Yeah. I mean, you could probably do that to a degree now with sperm. Like you can get sperm of people who are like athletes and stuff. Well, obviously, yeah, but that's just still the old-fashioned way. Oh, you're saying with the, crisp, guy. with the CRISPR stuff. They're going to be like, having 19 yeah, babies can, with the... They're going to have... I, I don't even know what it is, but you probably like... They're going to make like 100 babies with uh, Shaq, and then they go, we'll pick the one that was the biggest by a long oh, shot. Oh, just destroy the 99 others? That's what they do. Oh. But it's sort of... Uh, so, but, this is the eggs, but this is just the eggs. Yeah, yeah, it's not... Well, yeah, so it's kind of people sort of pitch it more like they had 20 and they like aborted 19 but it's not really how it shakes down it's like they didn't move forward with 19s yeah yeah but like i know they're doing stuff where they can like select eye color and all that crazy shit yeah so eventually like i'll tell you what guys like you with your sniffles aren't going to be in existence in a while there'll be no sniffles that being said two jewish families and they're just like we want to get other sniffles like listen we're on our 2000s baby here (laughs) it can't be done Listen, Mr. Rosenberg, we're on our 2000th IVF baby year. They've all got the sniffles, goddammit. And he goes, what do you mean? <laughs> we, we've tried everything. But this stuff, in 2024, we'll see. But I think like in the next 10 years, you're going to really witness that thing to get wild. So it's kind of one of those things where... Um, I think people, I get why people, especially if you're religious, are like against this stuff. But I, I do think that they're going to be fighting like a losing battle over the next, like, f- at the very least, 50 yeah, years. I mean, these chicks are not helping anything by saying that the boy inside of them is raping them. You know what it is? Because it's like, obviously, they fucked up. But once they fuck up, you have to, like, just swallow it and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, we're happy for him. Yeah, yeah, of course. You just have to pretend. You don't go writing articles, you fucking psycho. It's a psycho move, oh, right? Insane. insane. Like, but, you know, anybody can have a kid, I guess. I'm going to tell you about a cool new company that we're partnering with, and that is Songfinch. So if you don't know what it is, this is you can get a song written and performed by a professional musician Ooh. and there's a variety of purposes you know what i mean mm. it might be something as simple as a joke but more importantly you might want to tell that special someone how much they mean to you and you don't want to be out there doing this yourself pulling out the oh, guitar no. doing what i got no. no you do not want to be learning guitar or piano and you maybe just can't quite find the words or you don't have the time to write it but you want to get all the credit Forget generic gifts that just create clutter. Let me recommend a gift. And this doesn't have to be a gift, but it's truly unique as your relationship. A professional recorded, crafted song just for them. Yes, really. Valentine's Day is around the corner. This is a perfect one for that. Mm-hmm. Flowers aren't cutting it this year. Forget the teddy bear, chocolates, and perfume. With Songfish, you can gift a memory they'll never forget. So that's actually a pretty good thing to get for a yeah, check. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And you you give them some ideas, you give them some inspiration, and then they take it for you. And professional musician, Songfinch cool. is the ultimate gift to show how much you care. Original studio quality song inspired by your story. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Special add-ons to help commemorate the occasion even more, like a vinyl record of the song. Come on. One-of-a-kind art crafted from your lyrics or adding the song to streaming services so you can surprise an unsuspecting recipient Songfinch is the only original music platform that guarantees you'll love the song or they'll work with you until they do they stand behind the community of talented artists and every original song they create they've done over 300,000 of them so this Valentine's Day 
put your heart on the line with a studio quality song that's totally unique for your relationship but only takes four to seven days the song will last forever for a limited time song finch is letting our listeners upload the song on spotify for free so you can listen to your new favorite song anywhere you go go to songfinch.com slash boyscast and start your song after you purchase you'll be prompted to add spotify streaming for your original song for free that's a $50 value. This offer is only available to the BoysCast listeners at our URL, and that is songfinch.com slash boyscast. Songfinch.com slash boyscast. Don't wait. Get started now. Listen, you just finished all the holiday stuff, right? You probably went out there. You ate too much turkey. You might have had mall. If you were like me, you got too your, much pie. Too much pie. You got divorced parents like me. You're doing multiple things all over. Multiple town. pies and multiple pies, multiple dinners, and every time they want you to act just like it's the first one, <laughs> you got to. Oh yeah, I haven't just had this yesterday. You're eating too much. And it's time, I'm back in New York now, it's time to get back in shape. Yep. Start thinking about your body right now and getting fit, might say, because we're talking about FitBod. The essential your workout really needs is FitBod. It's a fitness app that creates completely personalized workouts that adapt as you improve. It's like having your own personal trainer, but better. It's cheaper. You can work out anywhere with your with or without equipment. Easy to build a custom fitness plan that works for you. You basically type in what you got at your gym. You're, maybe if you're at all different gyms. It or also, no gym at all. Or no gym at all. And it gives you, it helps keep track of all your progress. It gives you new exercises to keep things interesting. And FitBod makes your workout something that you keep in your routine. Absolutely. And the fact that it tracks it for you is awesome. That is probably one of the best parts of Let's it. Let you know which body parts, muscles you hadn't used most recently and... That's pretty good. Yeah, there's yeah, lots of good stuff. And so I know you people are traveling around, but aside from that, it's a personal trainer without having to make plans with a personal trainer. FitBod creates a personalized workout routine based on your goals, fitness level, available equipment, tracks your muscle recovery, adapts as you improve, fine-tuned by experienced certified personal trainers to bring you the best practices and exercise science to you. Learn new movements the right way with over a thousand demonstration videos. Add FitBod to your workout essentials and join FitBod today to get your personalized workout plan and get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash boyscast. That is F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash boyscast. Okay, so there was kind of a lot of stuff on the internet in the last week about um, the dating dynamic of male versus female. I'm just going to and it was kind of like the, one of the big arguments on Twitter and a lot of other places. But I'm going to read this article first because this woman asked Date for his rich dad's number after he asks her to split the bill 50-50. So it's... Okay. <laughs> when a man wants to go 50-50 on a date with you, this TikToker informed her viewers... Um, Oh, she goes, do this, she informed her viewers, filming herself on a date, but not showing the face of the guy she went to a restaurant in NYC with. So when people say dating in NYC is crazy, this is what you're dealing with. You start the date. I'll tell you what, if I started a date and a girl's already filming me on a first date... <laughs> It's like a hotel. She goes, I just got to run your card for incidentals. You go, incidentals? It's yeah, a date. I know. What do you got a Stripe machine? So you're getting filmed. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I'm being filmed, I am sort of unlikely to want to pony up the bill. Because the first, that's for me, if I was on a date with a girl and she started filming me, I would, I remember when I first moved into NYC, I actually uh, dated this girl for a bit that was kind of like a tattooed like influencer type. Okay. And she was 
had her phone out trying to do Instagram stories like the second Ugh. time we hung out and stuff like that. And I was very like, this isn't going to be working for me. No. There's no way. I want to be like moving myself into your like no. If anything, what online I'd be, presence immediately. No, I. What, if anything, what you do is you you go along with it and then you dine and dash on them. Dine and dash and on them, but you can't give though. Give them a good ending for their. Are you kidding TikTok. me? They've already got your face. You're about to get like named and shamed. Yeah, but then you make your own TikTok video, being like, "No, I'm just doing this because she's doing this. I wouldn't do this other. I would never normally do this. I would never yeah. normally do this. Girl's like you're in the like the you're in day. the bathroom and you're doing your own TikTok. You have to, and then you release like yours before hers, so then timestamps. Mine came out before hers. You have to do something like that. Got to fight fire with fire. So th there really is a lot of crazy stuff going on. There's some rapper that recently kind of went viral. He posted some big thing. He being like. Um, y'all hoes is bitches now. Y'all sell your pussy. Uh, y'all be selling your pussy. There's n that, oh, he goes. That's why no one writes love songs anymore because all you all you bitches be selling your pussy. Ain't no one to write love songs for. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. There's a, there's been a couple of these lately uh, popping up because there's a lot of these like girl influencers that are. It's almost like they think they're doing their like girl version of Andrew Tate, but they're just like it was like one girl. She was like an Asian influencer, and she was just basically saying like I make a hundred grand a year, and my husband makes or my boyfriend makes a hundred grand a year, and he still has to pay for everything, including rent, because like that's like not a woman's job. Yeah, yeah. just like shit like this, like kind of a. Uh, and it was just like yeah, I guess if you get some like chump, but I don't think any normal dude would be down with that. <laughs> yeah. You got a chump. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you 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 got a chump that's you're better looking than right. And I think that's we've kind of mentioned this, but a lot of them kind of forget that part of it, right? They go at one point, uh, she asked him to tell her more about what he did for a living, as she was interested to get to know him. Happily agreeing on camera, by the way, he explained that he worked for his father's company. He informed her that he wasn't going to be the one paying for the meal entirely. When the check arrives, I think we should split it fifty fifty. And then, I'll tell you what, if the if the camera's out, you go, I'm buying one drink and I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, this is, yeah, I do all this stuff. And anyways, that oh, was nice meeting you. Anyways, it was great meeting you. Yeah, maybe I want to have one drink. Like, yeah, th there's no way I'm ordering the meal after I fucking see a camera out in my face. Crazy. And, but I think, uh, I don't know if it's just gotten crazier because I haven't been out there like dating, but it's like, uh, in either of you, right? Like, but I don't know if it with the generation now, like, if it has gotten crazier to the point where it's like that's not that crazy in like New York or LA to be like on a date with someone and they're fucking like filming you for their like TikTok to dunk on you, like. <laughs> well, you don't know if it's to dunk on you yet. You're <laughs> you're basically on trial publicly. Oh my god, that's. I don't see what kind of chick could be. You're on that, a fucking reality great. show. I don't know what kind of shit could be that great where you'd put up with that kind of nonsense. No, because I would be immediately like, what is this? What are you doing? You're filming me? I'd be making fun of them the whole time. So put your phone away, you psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell? Taken aback by his suggestion. So she's got her camera in this guy's face and she's the one taken back that he's not going to pay for the whole thing. She points out that she thought they were on a date, but reassured him that she was fine with being friends if that's what she wanted. Quickly, she promised that it was a date, but claimed that if they're going to do a husband and wife, uh, uh he claimed that he was on a date, but if they were going to be a husband and wife, then they need to be somewhat of a fair partnership. You told, And then she said, you told me you worked for your father's company. May I ask you a question? Maybe you can give me his number. Uh, I can go on a date with him. So she's sort of uh, posting this as like, bam. Yeah, gotcha. Like, Because uh, he'll pay. Dude, people, girls are literally just going on dates with you. It's like to... Write about how much of a fucking loser you were after. Oh my god, this chick sucks. But it's kind of like the equivalent of a guy going on a date and being like, 
Uh, I just went on a date with a girl, and then she was fat, so I didn't pay. Let's go. Yeah, like, let's go. And then I asked her for her fucking mom's digits because her mom looked kind of hot in the photo. I yeah. With them. So I so, said, yeah, you're fucking too gross for me to bang you, but I'll fucking bang your mom. Yeah, Justin Silver always kind of mentions this, but he says that all the girls essentially took like the work, worst characteristics of a stereotypical douchebag bro and just like became it. Yeah. And that's what their idea of like, you know, kind of like pro-women feminism was, was essentially being like, hey, what did we think like a frat douchebag was historically like as a cliche yeah it's like we're that now <laughs> that's true that's yeah can you like um, yeah you're a dude being like on a date and then you're filming the girl and then afterwards you just make a tiktok being like huh, on a date with this girl disgusting didn't pay <laughs> walked out on the bill and then yeah. uh and asked her for her mom's number because maybe her mom was anyways on. we're gonna go smash right now huh and she's like what and, like in the video <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's pretty ridiculous uh, what's going on there. But this is the girl that caused the big stir on the internet. Guys, I went on a date this week and I felt the feminism leaving my body. I live on the east side of LA, and if you don't know what that means, it's sort of like the artsier part of LA. You know, it's it's people say it's like Brooklyn and New York. Like, so I go on dates with a lot of men and women who you know live over here. There's always a negotiation about who pays, and that's great. I like to pay for people, all that. But what I will say is that I sort of... So the, you get the gist of it, and you know where it's going. Yeah, the, the men pay, the women don't. The, no, the girl paid for the date, and she liked it. Oh, the girl paid for no, the No, the date. guy paid for the yeah, date, yeah, and she liked it. Sure. So she's kind of like, I'm a feminist, I'm all the stuff, I live in L.A., and then the guy paid for the date, and she liked it. The internet sort of... Well, you like free dinners, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Obviously, the crazy part of being like, I some yeah, in this crazy the two hundred dollar bill came and it's like the guy paid for it and like this weird part of me preferred that. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's yes, obviously, you know what I mean. the The truth is, she's been like listening to like bullshit dogma that says like you should want this. Yeah, you should want to pay for. And then a, a guy paid for it, and she was like, "Yeah, that's better." Obviously, right? So the kind of like conservative take on this was that uh, saying that women want all of the they want like a masculine man to be a traditional man. Yeah, but they don't want to be a traditional woman. Yeah. And that's sort of what the take was. And then the other side of it was, uh, I don't know. I don't actually know what the other side of it was. I, mean, just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious how the difference between dating women and men goes with her. Like, would she think the same if a woman? Probably the woman that's more of the man pays for it. But I, I think it is like in those circles. It's like, the truth is she's 22 and you're dating like bro guys. But like, I think that there, there's two parts where it was like, I kind of didn't really agree because the first part of it is really, you're like, yeah, you don't want to date a girl that has a big political agenda one way or the other, right? No. So with this girl, it's like, obviously she's listening to all this stuff. But when they're saying that, so I'm sort of, I'm sort of a little bit like disagreeing with the synopsis that, um, the girls want like a traditional guy that they don't want to be a traditional woman, right? Yeah. And I'm di I'm also disagreeing that that's better somewhat because I think the first thing is you don't want to uh, you don't want to date a girl that's like you know just completely traditional or whatever, right? No. But there. Oh, I guess it depends who you are, but the the idea that you know they want a traditional man just because you want him to pay and stuff like that like there's a million like actors in hollywood that are like rich and would say all the bullshit she was saying yeah so it's like 
she would like that guy better, probably. Yeah, she just likes so to what a guy pays. She doesn't. I'm sure there's many traditional male roles that she does not like. Right. So it, it, it's not really accurate to say that she wants a traditional guy. It's like, yes, girls that are into all that left wing bullshit or like whatever, like the you know, yeah, like college kid feminist shit. It's like, yeah, they still prefer if the guy was like not a you know not like a total pushover and people like respected him. Yeah. And and then he was rich. Like I'm sure that. Uh, X, like just pick any like actor who's all about all this sort of stuff or like I'm sure this girl would love Hassan Piker more than she would love you know yeah, yeah she doesn't want like Ben Shapiro or whatever because she happens to pay the bills right so oh, it, no. it's, it's it's kind of like an extrapolation that's not accurate I mean she's probably like kind of a communist and she would prefer anytime she goes to any restaurant when they go bills taken care of and she goes great I'm sure yeah. yeah but the other part about it and the more important part where I think it's like I think that narrative is growing that like you really want like a trad wife and stuff like that yeah and it's kind of interesting because neither me or you fit in that role when i think back to when i think back to uh like maybe of all the people i've dated in my life i would say three that i really liked yeah and all no all three of them were not like trad wife no like the, i don't have any like that i've dated girls that would way more fit into that role and i've dated some of them and I, I like mean, they it, can I liked be. it less. They can, they can be convinced, certainly. To I mean, at some point, yeah, that's true. At some point, the economics of it just makes sense. Like you know, I have a friend who has you know multiple kids, and it's just like it costs as much money. Like I make as much money working as I do taking care of the kids, so I'm just going to take care of the kids because that money. Is a, yeah, to it makes sense. So I think there's a lot of it where it's like a traditional, like a super traditional wife in like right now society works probably way better if you're a Christian conservative that's rich. Yeah. But in a kind of uh, we're just rich, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the the money is the main thing. Obviously, having a trad wife sucks if you make forty grand a year. You're like, okay, single income, forty grand. And you're like, this blows. But then again, if you are okay, so and it also, I think that my sort of take on it was it really it's all you know it goes back to it's all trade offs, and I think you have to sort of like think about which guy you are because if you think about it and you go, are you a guy? that you want your whole life to revolve around your girlfriend because or do you want like are you a busy person and you have like your friend groups you do a lot of stuff with your friends where Ooh. it's just guys not girls yeah. or are you going to be the guy that like every event you do is kind of like family like the girl's always there it's like all of our meetups are going to be like me and the wife with the friend and the wife yeah, like, yeah. every event we go to it's obviously like implied she's come to it you have to decide which of those two guys you want to be to some degree and where you fit on that spectrum because if you're a guy that doesn't want your entire life to be you know, every event is obviously the two of us. Yeah. You know, you ever had a friend that um, you're like, oh, well, uh, you, oh, you want to like meet for lunch? He's like, what time do you want us to meet? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want the girl. Yeah, coming. dude. Like, well, I was going to catch up with you. Like, I don't yeah. really want to fucking hang with your chick. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And those are the guys who usually they get a girlfriend just disappear. They go in the witness right. protection. But it, exactly. Right. So yeah. if you are that guy, you don't have like a ton of super close guy friends. You want a girl whose like entire life is wrapped up around you. Yeah. But if you're not that guy, the complete like classic like feminine role that like her entire life is wrapped up around you kind of stinks. Yeah. Because you're, she's going to be like so bugging you. It's, it, yeah. Bugging nonstop. Well, but if all of her like enjoyment or most of her you know, happiness comes from like time with you and, oh. and like revolves around. If you're the center of her world completely, that's, well, that's like why you get them a kid because then they have a new center. But even then it's like, you know what you basically turn yourself into if you're any busy and you have like a completely traditional wife, you're going to turn yourself into like the, 
the dad in a Christmas movie that's the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it, unless you want to be the guy that you're just like, I'm, you know, five o'clock work shuts off. I'm not thinking about it. Someone call me. It's like, well, whatever. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, you know what? The, my friends are doing this, but whatever. Or, you know, there's this. Other yeah, thing I that mean, I wanna... it's not for everybody. I think a lot of people wind up in that life. That's probably a, a lot of times the path of least resistance is, is kind of ending up in that life. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, I, but uh, but it, 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 yeah, the more I mean, you want your girl to have friends, that's that's one thing I know. Yeah, but fact. if you have a completely traditional Some life, like no friends, th- like you know, if you're living on that system where everyone's the girl's like just completely traditional, it's like she's not having a ton of friends usually. No, you're well, with I her guess friend. Maybe they can. Maybe like church groups or well this is what i'm singing we're sort of like picking and choosing like the perfect scenario but like people that i know that sort of more have that scenario it's like no you're the center of their world yeah yeah, for sure or the kids are yeah i have a lot of friends who's like the kids are like that's just all they do well yes obviously step one is you got to give them kids to take care of because otherwise like they're gonna have nothing literally nothing to do yeah yeah trad life is weird with no kids and most people living very that's not very trad to not have kids what percentage of guys do you think can afford just completely uh without being like a poor essentially that you know it's just like she never works uh so it's off the table for probably like 90 percent of people yeah, probably yeah, yeah i don't i don't know the exact number but it's high for sure right yeah but there is a there is something to be said about like yeah obviously like a girl would like to pick and choose the best parts of all different types of guys yeah, and uh, probably wouldn't. all trad wives are not created equal either, because I'm sure some chicks are just like want to be the Peggy Bundy, just stay at home eating fucking chocolates all day and doing fuck all, mm-hmm. you know. And then there are some who are like, yeah, I'll like do all this stuff. And I kind I'm of working all day. Yeah, I kind of That's think fine. of it as like when I'm des- designing like life in general, and maybe this isn't everyone, but like I always kind of think of it the same as stocks. Like you know that old thing where <laughs> girls don't like it when you say you think of relationships as stocks. like stocks, <laughs> but you go. You know the thing where it's like if you can if you can uh, cap off the bottom end, yeah, you know, like you'll be, you're gonna be fine. The tail risk, you, the tail risk, you're at least gonna be fine. Yeah. So you kind of look at like what is the worst case scenario of those. You know what I mean? So like worst case scenario of uh, of like a trad wife is she essentially just becomes like a wine mom that's like unhappy yeah, just and like just a, constantly alcoholic. nagging you in those right yeah so that's the bottom end of that well she looks to for her happiness in you and like a lot of times you're like well you got to find that yourself like i can set up the but if you sort of pushed her into you. a scenario where like uh you you basically told her like the only way you're allowed to find anything to do is around me like right, you want yeah, her. Yeah, yeah yeah so you're sort of almost because a lot of times i think this is the other problem too is we a lot of big like commentators and stuff are around our age or like a little bit old, maybe like five years older. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the negative effects of those things, you know, a lot of these people have kids that are, you know, four. Yeah. And I think the the bottom end of those don't set in for until you're probably 45. You probably, know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times the worst area of that. So I think a lot of people, the, and I'm not saying that they can't work. Any scenario can work, but that's the bottom end of that. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom end of the other one is, you know, uh, you basically have a girl that pro- provides like no support for yourself. Like, right. Where it's like all the things you might want in a traditional girl, you get none of, right? You get none of, but she works. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the tail end of that one. So there's money. So it's, yeah, it's just you're trading off at that point. Just you're trading off. So you sort of look at what the two lifestyles are, and depending on the girl, you you're trading off one for the other. And generally, the one that's like cooler and more your friend is going to be the closer one to the one that has her own life. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, whereas, yeah. The, whereas the other one, like, you almost have, like, a glorified, like, assistant for a wife. Yeah, that's, that doesn't sound that good. Right. Well, and, considering all the, with all the problems that you that assistance cause. That you, exactly. <laughs> the paid assistance cause. What do you think the unpaid And then you cause? sort of patronize them. You, the, the, they're, like, you're essentially your assistant, but you basically t- talk to them, like, oh, the boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the old boss is, uh, didn't get my dry cleaning. Uh, the boss is in charge of everything. He's like, what is she in charge of? It's like, I don't know, mainly dinner. <laughs> mainly dinner cleaning after dinner. Grocery shopping. <laughs> ah, the chief over here. <laughs> the chief. So I think that... Uh, I think there's a lot of people pushing you into extremes right now of what you want. And really, for a lot of people, you kind of want a bit of a taste of both, you know? It's like when you go to a buffet, yeah. you don't want just one thing. You want you want a couple, you know, you want... Yeah, you want the whole point of the buffet. They don't have to be the coolest girl taste. in the world, but you want them to be, like, cool enough that you, yeah. you know, can... You know, you want them to be out... You don't want them to be out every night, you're right, but you want them to be... You don't want them to be feminine, but you don't want them to just be like totally not on your level. So you want kind of a mix of you all. Want, I think the cake and eat it too. Yeah, but you don't get the full slice of cake when you have to no, eat it too. No, 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 you just get like a little mini cupcake. Uh huh. Yeah. And girls That's are probably the same thing. They're like, yeah, on paper, it's like, yeah, I want someone that has like my values, but also isn't like a total pussy <laughs> and like everyone, no one respects him. No. <laughs> right. No. No. Because, like, those girls, yeah, you're right. Those girls d- generally, like, date, like, a, you know, a broke communist in their, like, 20s. And then you're like, yeah, this kind of stinks. Yeah, they love the ideals at first. And then they're like, yeah, we, we're getting kicked out for not paying our rent. This kind of sucks. Yeah, this stunks dating, like, and a tortured born. artist. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. his mandolin career is not <laughs> taking off. <laughs> Stand-up bass career. It's <laughs> the crappiest instrument. Well, yeah. So, And if you're the guy that's going to be the tortured mandolin player, it's like you just, you know, you date her till she's like 27, and then you trade it in for the 24 Yeah, you keep trading again. up. You keep trading <laughs> up for someone who's like okay with that lifestyle at their age. <laughs> yeah, their yeah age. of course. It's an age-specific lifestyle. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the biggest trap sometimes if you get older is is if you're not, don't have, uh, like you're not with someone who's dating someone your own age because as a guy because if you're like in your mid 30s and you're like oh I'm going to date someone your own age you're like they're not going to have a lot of runway for dicking around like they're going to want to fucking mm. get going real quick here mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah what. so that's you kind of do all the math on it and I'm sort of sick of everything being like binary from politics to you know the way to live your life it's like the truth is gender yeah the, <laughs> the best you heard people, it here first people but you know what I'm saying yeah. the people that I know that are like the most happy have like a balance of sort of both of the things. Yeah, I think so. It's sort of when they're saying like, um, uh, and also on the topic of this, where they kind of like, there's this big article that's like Gen Z and millennial women are waking up to the lies feminists told them and they're fed up. And there's a lot of girls that are sort of like in their 35 being like, you know, feminism lied to me and it didn't work out. Well, yeah, they were just told that they wouldn't, they could ignore their biology and would be fine without having kids. And then they wanted them. And, and well, and then it just gets to the point where you're like, you know what? I kind of do want kids. And you're like, too bad. You can't yeah. have them. And I think the takeaway from that is probably it's true but the takeaway from that is don't be the other one the other don't be the version the other way around where you just like box yourself into the totally uh i mean every traditional thing in the world and then you fucking just kind of like unless you're just such that guy i mean whatever it's like it's just a again it's just a trade-off like not every woman has not everybody has kids just 
to lie to yourself and saying like, you know, the at a biological level, it's literally the purpose of existing is just to reproduce. You no, know, but so that's right. But my point that I'm making is it turned these women into like ideological soldiers. Yeah. And at the end of that line, they're not happy. Uh-huh. And I think the guy takeaway. But when are women ever happy? That's true. But the guy takeaway of turning into like a male ideological soldier for some other shit, I think ends you in the same place, which Probably. is like not that happy. Yeah. You kind of realize you wasted. I don't think extremism is good in any capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, I told you my New Year's resolution is to you know get more mad about stuff. Grind. And gr- well, grind, grind, and get more mad about stuff. Okay. And one of the things that I'm going to get more hyped up about is climate change. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking fired up. <laughs> but there's this scientist. Uh, he's a climate scientist, right? And he's kind of been uh, popping off online. You like this guy? No. <laughs> So he's doing all he's, he has all these photo shoots where he's just like <laughs> he's fucking cross-legged yes, and his, his whole deal. Well, because the meditating is the only thing that doesn't give him anxiety about the right. Climate. And the, the articles are writing about this guy kind of like he's a hero, right? Mm-hmm. But to the point of what has been like kind of the threat of the last few things we were saying, it's like this was maybe the worst life available to a guy is to be this fucking dweeb. Well, he has some mental illness. This is just another way that we're... Yeah, it is a mental illness. And they're they're talking about this guy like he's amazing. But it's pretty hilarious the way that this article shakes down. Climate scientist Peter Kalmus visits a fossil fuel-free homestead in Maine, looking not for solutions for climate change, but a better way to survive and make peace with his grief. Because this guy's just like constantly grief-stricken, right? He has anxiety about the future, even though he will be fine. (laughs) He's got a general anxiety about like later generations. Imagine listening to this guy and being like... this is a good way to live your life. He's like, what do you do? Well, it's like, well, I have to meditate two hours a day so I don't fucking... So I don't cry the rest of it. <laughs> Over what? If we go, it's uh, just the climate. You go, it's pretty nice outside, though, for winter. I know. <laughs> it's pretty nice, though. And it wasn't like the summer was crazy hot. Well, this is what he's living like. Off to the side, Peter Kalmus sits alone. His eyes are closed. His toes are tucked beneath his body. He's catching an an occasional side eye from onlookers. When I'm meditating, I don't feel anxious, he says, explaining that he strives for two hours of meditation a day to keep his client anxiety at bay. Otherwise, it's completely overwhelming. And you go, he medits two hours. Who do you think, and honestly, if you do think this is like a problem, you go, who do you think is actually more likely to solve the problem? The guy meditating two hours a day so he could get through the day or like someone like Elon Musk is actually- He's just doing stuff and maybe some of them don't work, but he's still trying shit. Well, this guy meditates every day for two hours and then the other two hours, he stops traffic from people. (laughs) Yeah, he is the the just stop oil dude. He he is. He does all this stuff, right? So this guy's like, he's not going to help solve the problem at all if he does think it's a problem. And it's like, the truth is, uh, at some point, like, w- what is the point of like living like this? And they're sort of telling people like it's an aspirational story to be like this hero. <laughs> Go live he's in probably getting Maine. He sounds like he's married and has a family, but he is probably getting tons of fucking gross vegan pussy. Ugh. Do you see Peter's new thing? Which one? Peter released a video today or yesterday, being like, "This is your breakfast." Oh yeah, yeah. And it yeah, showed yeah. the eggs, and it goes. Yeah, 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 and then it shows the bacon and it shows the milk and it goes moo. That doesn't That's make sense eating. though with the eggs thing because those like and again I'm ignorant and I didn't know this till fairly recently at least the last ten years. Be like eggs do not become chickens. What eggs don't become chickens? What do they become? Nothing. They have to be fertilized. If they're unfertilized, you're not like snatching it away from becoming a chicken. Like well, they have to sit on them. No, they just uh, they have to be fertilized by a hen, I guess. Or how do they fertilize an egg then? Just like. 
jizz. It's like, but it's, how does it get jizz. inside the egg? I have no idea. That you're uh, that's out of my pay grade. But don't all they just I know put the eggs there and sit on them, and they become chickens. Uh, no, they have to be fertilized. They so have to jizz on the egg. So if there's not a what is it, a rooster? Or a rooster, sorry. If there's not a rooster around, then then they're just eggs. They're just so thing. they lay eggs even without a rooster banging Correct. them. Correct. Yeah, and they would not become chickens. Like you, it's not just like how would the we're jizz- not snatching them away and then like eating them before they would become. How chickens. does the jizz get in the egg? It doesn't make sense. Well, I don't know. Because if you jizzed on the egg, it wouldn't see what seeps into the egg. Cloaca. They rub their cloacas. Together. They rub their cloacas together, Johnny Glover. There you go. <laughs> what happens? To fertilize, they rub their cloacas together, and then that's the transfer, and then the egg gets fertilized. But that's before the oh, egg. so they kind of do a thing first, and then yeah. the so eggs these eggs come already af- weren't fertilized. Right. Yeah, so, so which means they won't become chickens. Correct. Well, also funny is they had to buy all this shit to make this breakfast to do their video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just crying the whole time. Many of us avoid thinking too deeply about the worst scenarios of climate change. He is fixated on them. A hero. Uh, Calmus49 thinks civilization is on the path to break down. The Biden administration is clueless on climate. And then he might get fired from his job at NASA if he's arrested a third time for protesting (laughs) what he views as downright madness. And none of this article is going to be like, maybe he should stop, you know, blocking people on their way to places. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I feel the, there is obviously one part of me where you're like, what if these guys are right? You know, like what if like literally because they're they're so I don't I don't think so, but they're just such doom and gloomers where they're like, yeah, the world is going to end in fifty years. We're dead. We're fucking dead. Fifty unless, years. This guy thinks it's like a year and a half or whatever. Unless we do like the craziest rash shit, and then kind of every normal person's like, well, we all know we're not doing that. So I guess I like when they just post all the predictions of every t- every year that it was going to die before this. But uh, same as when. And they have one from 10 years ago that was yeah. really funny where it says uh, in 10 years we're going to be having sex with robots and the guy posted it being like one year left let's go <laughs> <laughs> many of us avoid and then they go uh, people don't want to talk about this stuff at parties so he feels weird and lonely I'm sure at his parties they want to talk about this yeah, stuff. People- I'm sure this guy's fucking not going to normal parties anymore no the search brought him to an unusual community called the Possibility Alliance, a homestead where a small group of people is trying to figure out how to live in a world headed for breakdown. That's the worst thing Aren't you want to do. Are they just talking about do. being Amish? Is this just being Amish? Of course it is. And also, it's the worst thing that you want to do. And they also talked about for a little bit where the guy was thinking about being a prepper and having his bunker, but like he can't because he's so politically on the other ah, side. Ah, yeah, yeah. That, that line's... <laughs> It's a blurry line there. It's a blurry line. If he starts being a prepper, people are going to start thinking that he's a conservative potentially, right? Wouldn't want that. (laughs) I know. But a homestead is where a small group of people and its leaders eschew capitalism, grow much of their own food and live without electricity. They've decided to live their lives to protest, living off the land as possible and preparing the community for ecological disaster to host climate refugees. So they hate capitalism. Climate refugees? They want climate refugees, so they they are going to have a that's, farm and they're going to be able. But to that's take like so when like some island gets flooded and all those people have to move out of there and then they come to America as climate refugees. They're like, come on in. They, this guy's going to take a couple of them. Okay, that's that's good. A 2022 poll found almost two thirds of Americans say that they've been affected by extreme weather and they don't and they believe it was at least partially due to climate change. Twenty seven percent of Americans are very worried about climate change. How many two thirds of Americans have been affected by extreme weather? They, they're saying two thirds. And by the have way, have you ever been affected by extreme weather? No, of course not. Have you ever been affected by extreme weather? And if you are, if you have anxiety about it, it's does like, that count as like, articles like this. But like, does it count like you're like my my flight got canceled because of the rain? 
This is the type of I'll probably right. Maybe I'll tell you the effect he's had. Summer 2020, he was sick. He sickened himself hiking in the California heat wave, and then watched a wildfire burn a few miles from his California home, spewing smoke that left his voice raspy. So this guy, there's like a wildfire, and he's going hiking yeah, he's in going the California sun it. in July. Yeah, you're like that. I'm pretty sure California's been pretty hot for a while. But yeah, it's crazy being like, listen to this shit that I've been going to. Is like when I was hiking through the desert in July. And you go, well, maybe don't hike through the desert. <laughs> In July, and then there was a wildfire, and I walked towards it. Right, yeah, the smoke was bad. It was like, yeah, regardless of climate like, change, wildfires aren't new. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And it's, it's they're pretty, not wild, and they're not new. <laughs> it's also funny him just having this like. Is one of the things that you might know about this guy is he doesn't like capitalism. You're like, no <laughs> oh, way. <wow. laughs> but the worst thing that you could do is if you're like this is find a bunch of other psychos like yourself to essentially. Uh, yeah, it's a cult. It's a commune. Yeah, and then you That's just what they all do. Yeah. The you, question is, is he on the top and he's getting all the sniz? I don't think he is because he says he's a family and he makes his family. Yeah, so is fucking David Koresh, pal. Yeah, Someone's getting the sniz. Someone's getting the sniz for sure because it's mostly girls in this thing. It's kind of like exactly. It's kind of like taking climate the drama class crisis. and you know it's going to be in Ooh. there. Climate climate anxiety. That's chick written all over it. That's true. He opened up the table. Harry Bush, He'd been though. procrastinating for months on finishing the research he was running. <laughs> <laughs> So this guy, well, he wanted to do some research, but he's, uh, he got sidetracked with protesting and yeah, crying and meditating. That's, that's what happens, you know? <laughs> he felt he was letting the planet down because he hasn't been able to do his research. Uh, anyone want to rub Peter's shoulders as he writes? He's in the set, so you know what this time. <laughs> this guy's at the thing. He's making his family. It talks about how he makes his two kids. So it's a crappy son to be or it's just like you're born into this family where it's like get your stuff the only thing he does he says he's take the train and the bus to like protest and then block the city and then he gets or brings his kids to some place to watch him dad get arrested <sighs> and then now he goes to these like weirdo meetings where they essentially <laughs> play folk music and he gives speeches where people give him back massages so it's a real fucking does he weird. get a back massage after or i wonder you get it like while you're doing the speech? He's giving the speech. He basically he's like, okay, the back massager bring it in. They start rubbing his shoulders and he goes, we're dude. <laughs> it's over. But guys, <laughs> everyone, yeah, everyone snaps. And then, but I just, the reason I think it's so funny is they write all these articles being like, listen to how great this guy is. He just fucking meditates five hours a day. He hasn't been able to go to his work. He thinks he might get fired because he hasn't been able to do research for two months because he's too worried. Pretty sick, right? Hey, good on NASA. For what a hero. Him, keeping him this hero employed. All it takes to be a hero to this kind of like uh, these super political ideologues is just to be like, we're fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. And everyone's like, you are great. Yeah. You're uh, spreading the good word, my friend. You go, what's the good word? That we're dead. Well, it's unverifiable. It's an unverifiable claim. It's a crazy unverifiable claim. I know. Go, yeah, we're dead. And you go, well, when are we going to find out? I don't know. 500 years. And they really... They're really hyping up the idea that it's like he's in the right. You know what I mean? So they go, Gen Zers are suffering from menu anxiety is another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, you've never suffered from menu. I suffer from menu anxiety. Not enough items on the menu. <laughs> Makes me anxious. One of each, my yeah. friend. <laughs> and some are scared to order off the food menu at restaurants. This one I actually do. But it's just like a new term alert, menu anxiety. Menu anxiety. I, I do get that sometimes where you go to a thing and then you're just like, you know, the only way to combat menu anxiety is you just copy someone else's order. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny saying 86% of Gen Z have been impacted by menu anxiety. So they're, they're sort of taking it. This is what they do. They sort of take like a normal thing that people have where you're just like, oh, there's a lot of things on this 
this menu. I'm not sure one what to one to get. Well, that's like, like a real thing. That's it. like decision fatigue, or right? Or, yeah. And they're saying like, no, that's like good, and you have it because you're an anxious. You're valid. Person. You're that's you're, you're yes. Thank you. You you hit the nail on the head. Of what I've been trying anxiety, to say. And then they're just like, what's couscous? That's what they're basically trying to spin it like you are valid. Mm-hmm. Everything you're experiencing, it's like it's all valid. When really these need actual answers, and the answer is you get the same thing one of your buddies is getting that you can trust to get good orders. Or you just ask the go fifty fifty with your Ask chick the and then you can have a hers. That's the server. You go. What's what do you recommend? I can't trust the servers, man. They're gonna be some fucking. I had the grossest thing I've ever had in my life the other day. What? It was like a fish, uh, basically like a patty of fish. Crab cake. Something like that. Was it a crab cake? I don't. Yeah, I guess. Okay. But it wasn't crab. Fish. It was fish. Oh, so it's a. F- Fish cake. It was a fish cake, yeah. It was basically they took a bunch of fish and then put it into a cake, so it's like a patty of fish. Though. I don't know if it was fried or what, but it was fucking frying my brain trying to eat it. <laughs> yeah, I've never been so gross. I took one bite and I spit it out in the garbage and I was ne- never was the restaurant? fuck is this shit. Where was it? Where was it? Not at a restaurant. Oh, <laughs> Gefilte fish? Well, it's supposed to be super good for you. Oh, I think Ryan Ryan got caught up with some gefilte fish. What's gefilte fish? It's like a Jewish uh, delicacy. It's like a white fish kind of patty thing. It's gross. It was fucking nasty, no, dude. No, they basically grind up a bunch of fish and put it into like a burger situation. Yeah, it's gefilte fish. Have you ever eaten that? Of course. I don't like it though. It's so gross. I'm a fan of gefilte fish. So a bunch of OnlyFans stars are horrified stars. by their tax bills. Or a fight. <laughs> it's always good when you see people there begging for more taxes, not happy when the tax bill comes in. Yeah. Yep. The dude in, uh, by the way, just a quick departure. Uh-huh. The Argentina guy's getting flack right now, right? Well, Afuera. yeah, we'll see. Well, yeah, exactly. you gotta give him a little time. Well, but it's interesting because he kind of, it's just a weird one because he said, he was like, we're going to do a shock to the economy. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's saying, Look at this. The economy got shocked, and he's kind of like, yeah, that was the... That was the plan. We're devaluing their currency. Yeah, but sort of like, obviously, it's CNN or whatever, but like even their economists have been saying like, oh, he's like doing a bad job, but you're just like... And they keep saying the currency's devalued by 50%, and he was like, no, the currency was inflated, and he brought it back to its market level. That was the whole deal. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see. This stuff is takes so much time to work out. Like, to just say, oh, this thing happened, and therefore bad. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, but that was the whole deal is... And this is the They're whole... essentially dollarized anyways, so... Yeah, the whole deal with uh, when you're arguing with, like, libertarian versus, like, Keynesian economics or whatever, the argument against it, if you're being reasonable, is, like, it's too much of a shock at a short period of time, so you need to yeah. do it slowly. yeah. Like, even when you're talking about, like, yeah, you, you know... you don't want stuff super fast. Yeah, stuff can break in that. The moment. reasonable argument against it is that, even when you're talking about, like, automation or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, the Tucker Carlson sort of wing of that, you know, thought is kind of... The argument is that it's going to put too many people out of jobs too quick. So you've got to do this stuff way slower and put regulation to stop it. That's the sort of argument yeah. the other way, right? Mm-hmm. And the argument for it is that when you get involved, you're going to make it worse. So it's kind of like his his thinking is like, you have to take your medicine. Yeah, he's just, let's take it fast. And take it. This is the argument. Do you take the medicine fast or do you take the medicine slow? I or mean, that, as some people would say, do you take the medicine never and just keep partying? Yeah, keep partying, which is what we're doing in America. Keep the party keep fucking the party going. going. Keep the lines going. Keep, keep the punch bowl full. Keep just printing money. Just yep. keep the party fucking going, right? Mm-hmm. But this OnlyFans star... Uh, said uh, there's a, two of them 
OnlyFans store is horrified after discovering she has a tax bill of $176,000. Aussie OnlyFans creator Tasha Page is devastated after uh, seeing the tax bill. So no one's telling these guys, like, you're going to have to pay fucking taxes, man. The only thing true in life, death and taxes. Yep. But it's, it's just hilarious if you're just going to turn all these OnlyFans stars into essentially like Austrian economists. <laughs> Yeah, they're not. They're not popped. She's like, yeah. Why should I pay taxes on the output of my body? That's literally her argument. I know. I know. You go. All right. Oh. I will and can complain about this. She said to her two thousand seventy-one thousand followers, "My tax bill is one hundred fifty thousand after the last uh, twelve months, and I have to pay twenty-six thousand um, dollars at the top." For GST, which is apparently because my body is an object. <laughs> Funny going on that. I was like, I specifically shouldn't have a baby. You go, what does GST stand for? Goods and and what's the second part? Mm -hmm. And and no no, what was this? What's the S stand for? Services. Okay, so no, I think you're falling under that part. <laughs> well, it's like, but literally, her income is just being taxed as income, the same as any. Yeah, other just income. like his income, and you're like, you have the easiest job. But she's like, the government is taking part of my body because of sexism, and you're just like, yeah, you're right, it sucks, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do something about it, I guess. Maybe some sort of international waters only fans about. <laughs> Oh my god. Dude, that would be a smart thing for like Poor an OnlyFans pimp to just have like a seasteading OnlyFans pimp. Yeah, thing where the girls wouldn't like it though. It's not fancy enough. That's the problem for them. They have all that money, but then you got to live on this fucking thing. Well, I mean, some of these, you know, offshore OnlyFans operations, <laughs> the girls don't have a whole lot of say in probably. I've got to be honest. True. Just pack the shipping container. Yeah. OnlyFans, then another one, OnlyFans star says she shouldn't have to pay tax because their work feels like a public service. So they're looking for every loophole. Oh, the book. shut up. <laughs> just say you don't like taxes. Public service. But it's just funny because a lot of the Give people that free, support this would be the same people would be like, look at these companies, tax loopholes. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. I shouldn't have to pay tax because, <laughs> but I'm doing his charity. And it was like, okay, okay. And how much were you paid for your public service? It was like, well, quite a bit of money. It's like, quite, yeah, quite handsomely. Well, yeah, you, would, you wouldn't have to pay tax if you actually did a public service and didn't get paid for it. Well, then start it as a charity and be a nonprofit and don't make as much money. Yeah. There's no good way. No. They get you. The bottom line is they get you, get no matter you. how you do it. Yep. Oh, yeah. They're going to get you. I just want to read a... I've, sometimes people comment on... Uh, videos and stuff and every now and then if i'm in like an airport or at a plane i'll like click on their profile and look through on facebook because okay. they always have good ones yeah and it's always uh uh people that you know misinterpret your things you know the people that get uh tricked by your posts where you like do a satire yeah, post. yeah. well this guy i did one of those i can't remember exact one one is he goes how about you fuck off or something <laughs> like facebook? that on facebook oh. yeah and this guy i just clicked on his profile and it was him he's got oakley sunglasses on and just like a 300 pound wife <laughs> sitting beside him and i just thought his first post i looked at it's just like making me fucking cry he goes my definition of a true friend goes something like this a true friend is someone that you can leave at your house and you can just leave them there someone that you could leave your most valuable possessions and not hide or move anything that's a true friend <laughs> His first, his first post is that's what he considers a true friend. You can have him over and you don't have to fucking put your VCR in Sounds the Sounds like a buddy of his robbed him. Sounds like that that's related to something. Like something <laughs> that is the type of someone over who turns out to be not a true friend. And he just sits on Facebook all day being like <laughs> fucking Biden supporter. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs>
fucking lib. True friend is someone that you can bring him over to your house and you don't have to lock up the cabinets. How many likes we got on that banger? <laughs> zero. Zero likes. Everything you had was zero likes. Ah, it's tough. Every once in a while, I was just like, sometimes I feel like I should just like pick someone that's like writing a lot of comments against me and just like do a montage of all their <laughs> shit. It's always so funny. Dude, Facebook is a fucking bizarro land. Yeah. And I was complaining about this now, but I think Twitter has become just as bad as Facebook for me right now. <sighs> Twitter, it's different. I mean, it's still like for breaking news and stuff. It's still it used to be for breaking news. And my argument is because they made, uh, essentially what happened was they made a business model out of you can make money off of just posting everyone else's content, right? Yeah. So on other platforms, you can't make money by just taking the top viral videos for the week and post them. People can react to them, yeah. but you can't just post a video and be like, here's the like top. YouTube, is they would demonetize you. Or the person takes, or the other person gets takes, the money, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a million companies that do it for you. Twitter's the only one where you actually get, like if someone posts your video, uh -huh. they actually make the money from they it, make right? Money, yeah. So it's become, you know, if you have a lot of followers, all you do is you just essentially hire someone for you know seven bucks an hour in some other country and be like go find the top videos on these 12 places and just like repost them on my thing yeah pay someone 30 bucks a day and you make 70 bucks a day and that's your business model right and then you do that on 20 different accounts so it's instead of twitter being breaking news in my opinion it's where videos go at the end of their viral cycle now yeah i mean you see for sure there's some shit where you see it over and over again and then people will purposely post fake shit like uh, on Christmas they're like the the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center's on fire pro-Palestinian people lit yeah. on fire and that was like a, from two years ago or something that happened but then they just post it as this happening right now because they know it'll just get tons of yeah dude you see stuff and it'll be like oh this politician got knocked out and you're like yeah that was in 1994 <laughs> So I, I don't know. I personally don't like it. I think that's a pretty quick fix is you just say like, and it's obviously every platform has that. There's like meme curators and all that stuff, but it's yeah. like the difference is they're not making money. So yeah, it doesn't wrong. take over the platform in yeah, the same exactly. way. Yeah, I agree. Um, so anyways, happy new year to everyone. Happy new year. Do you have any, what's your, do you have any actual resolutions for 2024? No. I think one thing no, I want to no. focus on is probably like hiring. I think I'd like to hire uh, one or two really good people and sort of just like expand the business and someone that's like someone that's like really good at because um, I think everything's sort of streamlined now and I think it's time to like add someone that's like funny can edit you yeah. know what I mean like just kind of like the build unicorn. yeah build the business here and sort of like expand the amount of stuff that we do at the podcast yeah. studio and stuff like that that's so I just kind of focus on I feel like last year was focused on like streamlining and which is good we got the new studio we have stuff like that we have I kind of have a day that I film here every week we have like sort of a routine for it and I kind of have my touring schedule under control and then I think next year is now that things are sort of like streamlined is focusing on expanding a bit yeah. more new employee Right. That's kind of what I've been thinking about. Yeah. Last year, I was really focused on like... Just kind of... Yeah, because it was just like... The year before, I think it was like way too all over the place. And then I way more streamlined it in a way that like my brain had more power. I was like, ax I was like yeah, a little yeah, more yeah. zoned in. And then I think now that things are like zoned in, it's time to like expand it a bit. Mm. Um, but also, one thing we should do is just a shout out. So kind of a sad thing. But friend of ours and pretty good buddy of mine, actually, Neil Nanda. Yeah. He's a comedian. Hilarious. He's, you know, done tons of late night, like big on the internet and stuff like that. And we were with him. He was, he came to my party after my show and then Danny did his show. He came to that and we were, so I've hung out with him both nights, two weekends ago in Toronto. And then we come to 
a few days before Christmas, we find out, and the day after his birthday, apparently, found out that like he couple, committed suicide. And you know what? It was a year where it's like it's anyone who follows comedy kind of sees that it just like happens a lot. It's like you know, I don't know anyone in any other business that has knows more people that have killed themselves. Yeah, and honestly, it does. Like this one does suck because he was like, dude, he just moved in. Like he, he just moved, moved yeah, to New York. Yeah. And he was like kind of pumped up. When I saw him, he was like pumped up. And he was so funny. He was t- bragging to Danny. He was saying Danny's clothes were fucking. <laughs> he's telling Danny, he was like, he's look saying, at this. Would you buy this for 50 bucks? This shirt right here? Yeah, he's, $1, telling, $1, he's telling me I need to buy more Gucci. Yeah, he's, t- <laughs> he's like, I need more Gucci. Well, he's so I funny, right? Any Gucci. He's like such an over the top dude. He is like a Indian dude from Atlanta. Yeah. That almost like he's so over the top that it kind of seems like he's like putting it on, but he's actually just like yeah, grew yeah. up in Atlanta and he talks like that and does comedy like that. But I don't know. He always like made me laugh because he was like a maniac and just like hilarious. And he does really good on stage. And it is crazy because there was probably like four of them this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Toronto, how many do we know? Like fucking six or seven. Like it just, if you follow comedy, you watch probably comedians posting about this shit like way too much. And it is a. I don't know who died in Toronto. We know you. I can think of five. Oh. I mean, here's one Groove Bar. Remember that guy right off the bat? Oh I'm yeah. yeah. Oh, I think you said. I thought you said this year. No, not this oh, year. Okay, we don't know him. The year yeah, before, yeah, there was yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. What happens too much? Mm. And I told you I've been watching these like wrestling shows. Like I watched the Iron Claw, and it was just like so crazy. The four people in that family, and it's like yeah. there are certain things where it just is like. Dude, like this industry does like just fucking eat people up and spit people out. And it was just like the hours, the traveling, the fucking stuff. So I think that, yeah, when people are doing something like that, you do need to remember to. I was talking to Troy Bond about this too, because he was like really good buddies with him. And he was like, yeah, sometimes you do need to almost like stop for a second because it is just always so like go 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 what's the next thing and sometimes you just need to like stop and stop and smell the roses stop and smell the roses like a little bit yeah which i never do because yeah you just like can just be on like a hamster wheel or whatever yeah yeah for sure but it does like fucking blow and i was just watching the reason i brought up the wrestling thing it was like that industry was like that too it's like just so many of them uh, that were like wrestlers. It's just like but they were getting actual head injuries, though. Some of them were that. A lot yeah. of them. No, the the movie, The Iron Claw. Like three of the pe- brothers uh, committed suicide. Yeah, but they all have CTE. Is what I'm saying. They all have the head injuries, like the Junior Seau. You know, thing. I didn't put that together, so that's a part of it. But yeah, yeah. the also the other part of it is though. It's like these jobs are like traveling 13 days on oh, and 14 days off like i was gone for it of the last seven days for the last five months and honestly it did like it was yeah, like rough on me yeah, sort of. i mean the wrestling is they're insane like you hear like them talk about the old days where they're like yeah we did 300 shows a year and like house shows and stuff and or, your body's all wrecked or whatever yeah. but i think that you know it's the, but the pro, but the reason i'm bringing it up is that you when you watch those docs it was like it reminds me so much of so many comedians you're just like on the road every day and then you come back and it's always like i think another big part of it is you just people are just like always auditioning Mm -hmm. like you're just all there's so much rejection constantly and it's a little bit better yeah so much rejection you're always just like looking for another job like like think about that because think about like the reason why people that are always like constantly like dating and never have a girlfriend it's just like you're just like always hunting yeah and then same people like in a regular job you've been like you're up for a promotion every week yeah, and that's just fucking like stresses maybe once, you out. Maybe like once a year or something. Yeah, you know, you're never, like, you're always just like trying to get like that next thing, you that next job or whatever. And I think that shit and then being judged and then you always kind of, you're never like settled because you're always like all over the place. So it's like all the things that, 
you know, you kind of have community, but at the same time, like we have our little community, which I think is like good. Yeah. Like, you know, even just like our squad with like, I'll tell you one thing that I do feel like a lot of times when I'm just like only by myself, like let's say I'm just like kind of on the road or uh, kind of doing my own thing and just like you feel like you're just one guy yeah. as opposed to like, you know, even when it's at a club and it's like our little squad and JJ and yeah, like, yeah. you know, even like Corinne and when like there's like a gang together, you actually, the lack of like when you do feel like you're just like one guy in the like universe by yourself, I've it's like such a... Yeah, it's lo lonely, I guess. It is. Yeah, for sure. But I, yeah, I don't I even know. have like lonely is like totally the right word. Isolating, isolating and it's just like yeah. bad for you. Yeah, for sure. I think they've done so much studies where it's like, so I think that's the only, like when you feel like you're just way too much, just it's just you and you're not like around anyone and you don't have like any people that you like, you do have to almost like work for that. Like the truth is, cause I could easily just never do that, but it's almost like you have to go out of your way. Whereas like even the other day I was like, uh, probably like a couple weeks ago and I think it was like Jay and Che, uh, uh, JJ and Che and stuff were at Brooklyn or whatever. Mm. And I was like, I had shit to do and I wasn't going to do comedy that night, but I was just like, I went there cause I was like, you just want to like, you know, like yeah, a round yeah, like squad or whatever. Yeah, of course. But I think that you do have to like have make some... a point to like do that stuff or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think that that's my like takeaway of it's like, cause yeah, this stuff does like seem to happen too much and probably the best thing to remember is like you have to like have people around you that like you know what i mean or like actual friends and shit like that you can't just be like a guy Travel, out there in the yeah, world by yeah. yourself it's like you know it's not healthy <laughs> no no but it was a bummer that he was like super funny guy so shout out yeah. uh and that does That's happen too much so that was i wanted to say that at the end because i like really liked him yeah yeah we we're just hanging out with him i know just with him right literally yeah and i always feel like I feel like me too as a certain guy like me um, and I th I'm just saying this because there's probably maybe some people that are resonating with that shit and are in similar situations but like I always I, I feel like I've always sort of been like attracted to like the dark side of things Yeah, you know what I mean like even even in like the band scene like I've always been attracted to like the trouble like people that are kind of yeah, yeah. troubled yeah maybe yeah exactly like I like like maniacs or whatever mm -hmm. but I think that I've always had enough like friends and like almost like positivity as well like you know what i mean around me yeah that i've never really like sunken into like some of these like bad places that some of these people get into yeah but if you're gonna be in that if you're gonna be like around sort of like just like darkness kind of you know always you need to balance it out with like positivity so, so, yeah something and it's always generally like you know it's not as nothing's as bad as you think it is nothing generally like there's i think that famous thing it, where, it gets better with gets the people who, who jump off the bridge or whatever like the golden gate bridge and they're who go to kill themselves and they like all the people survived and they're all like the moment i jumped off i regretted it you know yeah but not everybody survives them it kind of bums you out too because you're just like there's not that you're like oh you could have done something but you also think like fuck who else is you know who else that you like is in your crew of people that you kind of know that you wouldn't even have any clue like of course. Did, did you ever I mean, see that commercial that was like recently i mean people I, I kind of made fun of it because girls were um you know reposting this like being like oh i'm sorry men do you have problems or whatever but it was basically like a dude and it was he was at like a football game and there was the other guy the, the one guy was kind of sitting there looking really solemn and the other guy was like let's fucking go we want to do a shot and the guy was sort of sitting there and like you know the implication was he was depressed and then at the end of it it was like um 
then he killed himself and then the they cut it and it was actually the guy who was like all pumped up there yeah, was, yeah the guy it was kind all of pumped reminded up. me of what just happened if i'm being for sure honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it was like the guy that was like let's fucking go and pumped up and then that was the guy yeah, but you right. kind of think you're like who else i wonder if there's anyone like in your crew right yeah. now that's like like that or whatever it's it's a hard thing to prevent though to be honest like in terms of yeah, so I guess I'm. You're more trying to take the advice for yourself. There's, I don't yeah, know if there's a ton yourself. you can do for your friends or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Especially as you get older, because it's like as much as you have people in your life, you're never going to be on in their life to that extent. No, yeah, you know, like exactly. You know, you only everybody only has like really like a few few close people. So to kind life. of go back to the original thing with the Hermosi thing, it was like you can't just live like I don't think it's health. I don't think it's very healthy to just live like. If you can't help me, there's no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like transactionally, like just just everyone. I think you want to, to some degree, be like that, but you can't just be like that. No, no. So, but do you, he's do you have odd, anything? He's pop? an odd case. So okay, so ending that sort of negative, obviously, but uh, whatever it was, kind of like a bummer. Is there any positive things? What are you feeling positive about in 2024? Uh, Trump 2024. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually hoping for a Biden. Is this segment Biden. making you feel uncomfortable? No. <laughs> no. Uh, I hadn't really thought about it. What I'm hopeful, just, you know, more uh, podcasting, more uh, the boys cast, just fucking ripping it up. And just shredding. Just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the most thing that I'm probably pumped about is just more gnar getting shredded. And fucking gnar. <laughs> I'm just going to hang more tens. I'm going to shred more gnar. There's yeah. nothing that's going to stop the amount of gnar that's going to get shredded in 2024. No. Nope. Me and Danny will both be coming to Europe. Yeah. So we're going to fucking... Pump for Europe, yeah. Pump we're going to shred. We're going to shred a lot of fucking gnar in Europe. Yeah, you know I what I mean? I wonder if it's going to be... They're going to have some of that sweet, sweet global warming there if it's going to be cold as balls. It's probably going to be a little bit cold as balls, but I think some of those places are more a little closer to New York than like Canada. Yeah. Yeah, I know what the UK is, but... I, I, but I'm definitely going to shred gnar. Yeah. Uh, definitely everyone's New Year's resolution to not let fucking the 2024 election like fucking take over your brain no I really what I'm hoping for is that just comedy I was our boy Rory Price or whatever I was just reading a tweet from him because he's been all like breaking down he used to be the head of Amazon uh, Studios and he's been breaking down how there's like just no comedies anymore Yeah, but but he's actually like quantifying it by percentage he's like this is what there used to be and this is how few good yeah so the hope is that that shit comes back because that'll just be kind of a return to normalcy in general. I mean, we can make a movie now. Yeah. I know, just... but I mean, like, the ones where there's, like, the appetite from, like, the. Super where does it go? T- yeah. Exactly. Like, the, the Netflixes and, like, the really high tier and, like, literally, like, you know, putting them in theaters. Like, so is it, like, like bo- he's this, is his opinion that it's sort of bottomed out or is his opinion that it's, like. No, he's just saying there's this huge hole that used to be occupied by. And comedy. people obviously have a huge appetite for comedy because it's bigger than ever. Yeah. It's just it's crazy. So we're just kind of It's sort of it's sort of a good and a bad thing because in some ways the what happened was you know the people that were on the outside sort of took over and that became the inside like the biggest people in the world are guys running their little businesses on the internet and yeah. just touring around and mm-hmm. posting their clips and stuff like that those are the biggest people in the world right now doing their podcast I mean yes and no though because still they were you know Netflix started releasing their their data and shit and you're like the the hours watched for shit like in you know their top shows is still probably bigger than I other than you know Mr. yeah Beast but I'm talking about for comedy oh, for comedy yeah, yeah, yeah for comedy well, that's. I guess the hope is that those two things. Netflix, yeah, was always you making know. comedy, but they weren't making. I bet you, if you watch, like, look at Righteous Gemstones, they're big. But yeah. you're, all of the biggest comedies were just ones that, or just movies, were made with like crazily famous people, right? Yeah, exactly. 
So that's your hope for 2024 that's positive? Are you saying you think that's positive or you just hope for it? I hope for it. It seems like things are going to trend in that direction at some point. But It has to because things have to bottom out, right? Yeah, exactly. There's what? There's going to be no comedy anymore? Well, I've no- I'll tell you one thing that I've noticed trend-wise is that things were getting really, really overproduced. And I, I actually watched a guy doing a YouTube video kind of describing this, but I've been saying this because even to the people that work with me as editors and stuff like this, yeah. I've said like... This is the thing I've noticed, and I've even some of the business of the videos that I've made is you almost got forced to be like, yeah, like everything everywhere, and people figured out how to like hack algorithms by being like bells and whistles everywhere, so everything kind of felt like a like subtitles and this and that and and, you know just cutting really fast and sounds and you know sound effects and stuff on screen and that sort of like I think people got like fatigued with that yeah so it's gone back to a bit more of like a natural uh, thing that people want to see you know that guy that super jack 21 year old kid who's like uh, has like a huge he has like 3 million subscribers on YouTube in like the last year basically and he's just like all his thumbnails are just like a frame just like some random frame he's super jacked though he's like massive. yeah there's a there's a lot of that guy. and he just puts these 30 minute just like vlogs out and they're like yeah oh, yeah not produced at all they're just cut well i've noticed because i i always not, didn't like that stuff that much but like you have to do it to some extent it was just kind of like it's very hard to like fight just completely yeah, like yeah. the tr- it's just like when you're when you're going on stage it's like if there's a certain like jokes per minute kind of vibe yeah and if you want to go do way less it's just gonna people are just gonna not like it, it that feels, less. they feel yeah, because they're like well you're you're sort of hypnotized into like a vibe right yeah, so yeah. if everything's that you can do less but you there, you can't completely ignore like the vibe of what people are experiencing at that moment mm-hmm. you know you just have to like match it to some degree and i've noticed that yeah natural stuff has been doing like a little better and it's like i've i've definitely in my own stuff being go- gone a little more raw which yeah. is back to what i like doing yeah yeah i agree yeah i don't and maybe less crowd work on the internet i'm hoping for i don't think that's gonna happen you don't think so no but we can hope yep <laughs> i think crowd work should just be back to like it's one of the many things Tricks. that people do it's yeah, not yeah, just yeah. people's yeah, whole yeah, thing exactly that's what, yeah, I'm not saying now like gone forever. I'm just saying not the main, not the main course. I would agree. I don't want it to be the main course. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who's been listening. You're the best. We love you all. And patreon.com slash the boys cast where we do a bonus episode every single week. Peace. See you in 2024.